should have been in the Olympics. Really? <laughs> Is that really how you feel? Okay, let me explain to you people. If you don't know us on Twitter, we've been <laughs> tweeting. You tweeted out, what was it? Like the video of the synchronized swimming yeah synchronized swimming which is so cool. insane by the way all the synchronized stuff I'm the really synchronized diving the synchronized yes. swimming like how do you it's one thing to like be your own competitor but then to have to like work with someone and like almost be in their brain of what they're doing is crazy and you think you and i could do this yeah and i think we could do this okay mm. so remember when we were in like pal <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many years ago what <laughs> year even was that 2013 Wow. Just right after I graduated uh, high school. Go, almost going on 10 years for that. I know. Yeah. Kind of scary to think about. Yeah. But anyways, we were having a, many a margaritas. So, so, I mean, I don't no, even know. Your mom would make that fucking drink. Yeah, I know. What is you guys, what do you called it? Something. Molly's. Molly's. <laughs> it's like a, I don't even know. I think they found it from Dude, a restaurant. That was the name of it. They fuck you up. They're fun. Like unbelievably so. <laughs> And you're hot. You're on a lake. Yeah. You know, it's we were in there in what, July, August, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was hot. We so were in Lake Powell. Guzzling the Molly. And before you know it, we were doing synchronized swimming. I'll put a picture up for those who are watching. Yeah, we actually did try. It was quite amazing. We Not to really mention we it. did it quite a bit when we were younger at the beach, you know, at the True. pool. We would try to do little shows True. and things like that. True. So then I was like, damn, maybe we really and we were also good swimmers. So what we if should we have, like kept going with our swim parents team? should have seen our talent. And then, you know, put us through rigorous training for all of our lives. What if we and did that? And we're like the cousins who were on the Olympics together swim team. Hey, I held up record one time in my local swim pool, okay, for the 50 free. But synchronizing, <laughs> uh, I feel like you also got to be the same body type. And that would do like it would, it would look very weird when you're <laughs> I think that's part of it because they normally maybe look, they do. They're, they look they're very, very similar heights, very similar. Build, a, but maybe it's just because they're point. athletes. I don't know. They all are have athlete bodies. Yeah, but it's incredible. God, those, those athletes are so muscular. It's um, even the, like the gym, everyone. I'm like, damn, y'all are badass. I know they are. Well, it's their whole life. I know it's their career. It's amazing. But I'm telling you, we should have fucking stayed with it. Should have gone into. Swimming. I don't know, man. I don't know if we have the talent. <laughs> Could we be synchronized enough? I wonder if it would help to be doing it with like your twin. Like, is that even allowed? What if uh, you, ooh, that's a great point. Then you could have like twin telepathy. Wait, I wonder if there's any twins or like siblings that are yeah. close in age. That I've been wondering this for the last few heat. days. Like, could I'm sure you just we could be... look that up on a quick Google search, but I don't know. That's a great point. Well, That'd be kind quick of fun. Quick Google search it up, please. Twins who were at the Olympics. Let's see. Identical twins. They did vault gymnastics. Well, there you go. Wow. I don't know when this was. Oh, 1980. But synchronized swimming is a whole different beast right. because you're synchronized. Is it? That's what I'm saying. Would it's it be not cheating like, to be twins? Or could sisters even do it? Because they say families have true kind of a sense of each other. Right. Hmm. hmm. Let us know if you know. Let us know if we should switch our career. I Is I, it too late? It's too late, Janelle. Oh. It's very much so too it's late. It's too late. Thank you. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Sesh Podcast. My name is Kendall. And I'm Janelle. Welcome back, you guys. We missed you we last did. week. We're so sorry we've been gone. Yes. Like, truly. And it's sad for us because we miss this We lot. do. Yeah. Even just being gone one week, I was like, what the hell? I feel like I'm missing a piece of my 
weekly routine. I, that's how I felt too. And this is, I kind of consider it my social day because I get to see all my friends. I and agree. Just chill, talk yeah. about whatever. No, last week I was at jury duty. Ugh. Oh yeah, Janelle had jury duty. Blech. Oh man, how was Blech. that? It was worse than the first time I was selected at jury duty like six years ago. I was sitting in a room for like two hours and I got pulled up to the courtroom. It was a grand jury. So there was like 70 of us and it was this long process and whoever was getting picked was going to have to do it every other Friday for 12 months. Minimum. We'd be so screwed. Our schedule would be so screwed. I was like, I can't do that. So well, you can't do it anyway because you have a degree in psychology. I'm not the prime pick. That's for sure. They don't want people who are yeah, have backgrounds and that type of stuff. Typically, although some people yeah. were talking, they were in like the hot seat, like the first runner ups, I guess you could say. And they were, I don't know. It's, I can't keep up. So maybe I'm just they, glad I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah but I, I would, I would feel that you'd be biased for sure. Yes, I probably would. Well, also like I just having a psych degree just gives you like all this other knowledge yeah. that could totally mess up. Yeah, exactly. Jerry's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to just be the common people. Right. And yeah, I guess you could consider because then it's like, what if it's someone gets a jury with four people who have psych degrees or doctorates or whatever. Yeah. And then you get another jury with another person who's four people who have no education in that. You know what I mean? Like, then it's not really fair. I personally think that you should be hired. Like you were talking about have a job, like be your job is to be a juror. I think it's kind of a wild idea that a lot of people will probably disagree with. And I haven't thought it out super well, but I've always thought it would be, it's probably just because we can't afford it, but it would be amazing to have professional jury members, people who are trained to be unbiased, who go through like a bunch of education regarding blood spatter and testimonies, polygraph tests, like and I, I don't know, maybe that kind of defeats the purpose, though, because it is supposed to be like Just a jury the, of your peers. Right. Right. So right. but sometimes I get frustrated with these juries because or I get just frustrated with the entire system, I should say, yeah. the whole court system, I think, is a fucking exactly because when you said I was like, that's a great idea. Then I'm like, OK, I could see how it's kind of going against the whole idea of like, well, that's, you know, the, yeah, the point is to have just people who are just like yeah. you deciding right. your fate or whatever. Right. But. I think one thing that's really annoying is the pay. <laughs> like, I mean, they don't promise you anything. Granted, I think employers have to still right. pay their employees, but I don't think they have to like pay them the full amount. And also, I think it's just, I don't know, like if you're making tips and stuff, yeah. like if you rely on that, it's just not enough. Like, and juries are only guaranteed, I'm pretty sure, to pay you like 50 bucks a day. That's just like really yeah. bad. And See, even if we you don't have money to pay and even if you don't professionals. have an employee or I mean, even if you don't have a job, sorry, and you go in to be a jury member and you're getting like, I feel like you should still be getting paid more than $50 a day because that's like yeah. a job. I completely agree. It and is. It's taking away from time of you being able to go and look for a job or whatever else you're trying right. to do. And if you want people who want to be there, who feel like they're being valued to mm-hmm. be there and then they're not screwing up their lives and just wanting it to be over. Like, right. What if someone's in a case where there's deliberation for like days? Right. And they just want to get it over with. So they're like, whatever, I'm just going to go with whatever. Right. Else says. And I guess that's like, because well, that's why I it's such be a rigorous process of like, that's why it takes forever to pick the jury so that we don't do. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. And also I feel like, again, and I don't know exactly how this would work, but when I was there, there were some people who were like, you could tell they were really interested in being there, wanted to be there. Yeah, were I like think it would be a cool super experience. Involved. I'd love to do it one day in my life. But then there were people who had absolutely no interest. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, take those people. Like, I would say anyone who wants to be here, please 
please stay on your basis then you start to comb through of who would actually be a good fit if you have to draw more people into yeah you could or always, just in general mm-hmm. like because you may want to be there but you may not be a good fit well let's start with having everyone who at least wants is volunteering and see if we can pick yeah, it would probably make for a lot better juries. And I'm sure there's more than enough people out there that That's would be saying. interested in doing it. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's just, I think there's there's so much to talk about with juries because there's just so many cases where there's blatant racism mm-hmm. or bias in the jury or mm-hmm. you find out some jury member did X, Y, and Z or knew someone and has their own personal bias. And right. it just, in theory, it sounds cool to have professionals that are kind of are drawn from multiple states so that it's not people in that county that can be biased right and have like teams of juries that move all around but i'm sure that logistically just would never sure. work it probably makes no sense but it's kind ca- of a dream yeah no i agree i wish th- i just feel like what we have now is not as good as we could have it or as we like deserve to have it as like because the justice system i think is flawed in many ways so yeah, not only did I have wonderful jury duty, but a few days before that, um, I actually, well, my family lost someone pretty close to us, a family friend, really tragically, unexpectedly. So that was uh, the main reason why we didn't have a podcast last week. I just felt like trying to get on here and like act happy and like whatever was just not in the books for me. And then at the same time, I also didn't want to just have like another like I didn't really have anything to say. I was just like really fucking sad and scared and numb, just really numb. And so I just didn't want to come on here and be like, I'm sad, scared and numb for a whole hour. I don't I know. know. We just... thought about getting on and doing like a therapy, therapy sesh yeah. and talking about it because like, I don't know how comfortable you are talking about it now, but I'm more. Yeah, I'm OK now. Better. I mean, you've struggled with the idea of death and the fear of people dying for ever so long, like literally since you were born. Pretty much I, since I can remember. Yeah. And you've been in therapy since you were a kid for it. Yeah. So this just brought up a lot of feelings. It was very triggering. Yes, definitely. I it have was a very sad, very hard time compartmentalizing like this fear of death I have and the ability to just kind of be like, okay, I can't think about it this moment. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Like it's just when th- that for some reason, the, like that just really triggered me. And it was like mm. all I could think about. And it was just. It was a scary situation too, it was really to clarify scary. like what happened was yeah. pretty just intense and hard to wrap your mind around. And yeah, sadly someone sudden. passed away like at Lake Powell on a family vacation, basically. And I don't really want to go into more detail yeah. than that, but it was yeah. unexpected and really tragic. So that's that alone, like just shakes you. I think like hearing of a death that's like just so just random so and, and like they were supposed to be having a good time yeah. and like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was just a lot. And then of course, you know, seeing my stepdad and mom are really close with him. Mm-hmm. And so um, just seeing how much it affected them yeah. is obviously just really hard to see people that you care about, you know, in such a broken place. And um, yeah. yeah, it was just a lot. It just, my anxiety was r- ravaging through my body. I don't even think that's a word. Yeah, it was, it was a, just not a good week for a show. And then having no. jury duty on top of it on a normal recording day. Yeah, like, exactly. Clearly, we just need to take a break for the yeah. week. So we appreciate all of you guys who, you know, sent well yeah. wishes. So and- many people were sending really sweet messages. And even on Mile Higher last week when Curly stepped in, uh, mm-hmm. so many people were just like, I'm thinking of you, Janelle. And I just really appreciate you guys. And I, yeah, it means a lot to me. So I'm yeah. doing better. They're awesome. 
I'm doing much better. Um, yeah, you 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 are doing a lot therapy better. Therapy is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And it's um, pretty amazing because Janelle has the same therapist she's had since she was a kid a that's been working with her time. on these fears, right, for her whole life. So yep. it's amazing that you can go back to her and talk to her about something yes. like this when it happens. Yep. Yeah, I feel extremely lucky because I know that that's a pretty rare case of someone to be able to have yeah. a therapist for so long, and that I feel like knows me better than I know myself sometimes. Yeah, it's um, so cool. It's rare. And so I'm very thankful for that. But yeah. Anyways, um, what are we doing today? Today, we have a great episode planned for you guys. We do. You guys have been requesting a story time mm-hmm. episode. We've got some stories. We were thinking, what kind of stories can we do? Can we do college stories? That's going to be something coming up. We yes, got roommate stories. Sorority stories. Yep. Childhood Child, stories. Yep. We've got stories. a lot of we things. Got a lot of random crap. But today... We wanted to kind of follow up yes. our first episode on middle, middle school, school boyfriends. Boyfriends. First kisses, all that. Yeah, all that fun stuff. The <laughs> cringiest time of your life. Siri, no, really, though. Middle school really is. It, High school's pretty cringe, too. I was going to say, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's just all cringy. It really is. And I feel like years from now, we'll look back on this time and be like, Ew, the 20s were so cringy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll always think your younger self is cringy until Probably. you die. Oh, God, that's nice. <laughs> wow, how heartwarming. Today we were talking about our high school boyfriends mm-hmm. when things got a little more serious. A little more serious. Hey, we met our forever loves We did. In we high school. all met our forever loves. Okay. We had a lot of boyfriends. We did. Like, and not to like big, <laughs> I made so many boyfriends, but like, I feel like it was a little... I always, I was like always talking to boys, all these crushes. And, like I was always talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was too. I loved it. And I'm like, well, what does that say about me? I know. <laughs> like, do I have a problem being alone? <laughs> I've always wondered that too. I'm like, hmm. hmm. I've always just been a hopeless romantic, that type of person who's like dreaming about their future husband. When I was a kid, I was like so into the idea of getting married and yeah, you were relationships and Even stuff. We, so. Yeah, as far as I can remember, <laughs> you were always the mom when we were playing yes. like pretend. I love love. Oh, I, I knew I always had a feeling really young that I would find my soulmate really young. That's and really I did. Cute. I did. And Sydney too. Like I was saying, I forgot to even mention this, but she also met her boyfriend in high school. So mm-hmm. they're still they've been together for just as long as Josh and I have, what, 10 years? Yeah, long time. Um, you guys have been together more than 10 years, you and John. Long time. Yeah, we met freshman year. We like, all have our high school sweethearts. In. I know, it's very cute, but it wasn't just sweethearts we were with in high school. Okay, we were also, also with some cringy, <laughs> at least for me. I was with I've some got some real douches. cringy memories. Yeah, yeah so. I've got some that I'm like still mad about. <laughs> I like didn't think about it for so long and then we decided to do this episode so I had to sit down and like make a timeline of my high school and I was like getting mad all over again I was like then this fucker did this I was getting so Same. pissed and off. then I'm like damn I let him off too easy I should have cussed his bitch ass out like, what like, the hell is what? that yeah I was thinking the same thing about several of them. Like, I could have done I that breakup do way better. So differently if I go back, like, knowing what I know and like yes. having the confidence and like self worth yes. I do now. You know I what know. I mean? Like, I had no confidence in high school. I feel I was, like, like my most of us lacked so that. Yeah, I mean, it's high school. You yeah. don't know who you are really. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to impress yourself and other people. And and I think that was part of it too. Is like when I was single, I would feel like I was less than or not good enough to have a boyfriend, mm. and that would make me feel bad about myself. So having a boyfriend would make me feel good mm, that's I really sad that. <laughs> <laughs> i felt like nothing without oh a, a man oh god no, i mean it's like truly 
I wish I, I mean, I hope I can like talk to my daughters and be like, look, these are the years that you want to be single as much as you can and have fun, be with your friends. I regret not being with my friends as much as I could have been. Like there were a lot of things that I would miss to like go hang out with my boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Or wasn't involved in, in, as involved in the school, you Mm. know, like sometimes I I would like ditch things and just go hang out with Josh or whatever. So, yeah, but I got a husband out of it. So, and I am very happy (laughs) with my husband. That's good. We're very glad. Well, I guess I'll kick it off. Yeah. Kick it off. We also have some spices people. Oh, we do have spices. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few, just a few nuggets, some spicy chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? (laughs) Spicy chicken nuggets, baby. Where's our spicy button? I don't Um, need, oh, yeah. Hello. It's right here. Guys, we We are getting closer and closer to our studio every single week. Yes. Bear with us. We are. But side note, you guys, holy shit. It's it's coming along. It's fucking awesome. It's going to be really cool. Like we're working on right now, the walls, wallpaper, like it should be in the next month that you start to see at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably lights out first, I think. Probably. So, oh my God, I'm so yeah, because we finally got the spite, the soundboard. soundboard. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah see, that's what happens. If I pick it up. It, it barely it touches. It. it goes off. It's a whole thing. We need to reevaluate the soundboard yeah. when we get a moment to do so. Yeah. Well, when we're in the new studio, everything's going to be easier. Twill. Everything's going to be easier because we have fiber internet there. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, so worth fiber it. internet gives me a boner. <laughs> Think of those upload speeds. Oh, I love those upload speeds, baby. Okay. Anyways, what are we doing for our first spicy topic here? Oh, yeah. This is so dumb that this is even spicy. Yeah. Um, okay. So Mila and Ashton Kutch. The Kutch, as we like to call them in this house. Yes, the Kutch. <laughs> okay. So recently they appear in the Dak Shepard Armchair Expert podcast, and they stated that they wash their kids only when they spot dirt on them. They're like, okay, if you can see dirt on them, then you clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. And, and they said they also don't shower themselves. Yeah, they also admitted they that they, they don't regu- yeah, regularly bathe. They're not regular bathers, which I don't know what mean, like what a yeah. regular bather means, like if that's every day, because if that's what it means, then I'm not a regular bather either. Yeah, me either. And I think most of us can agree that. Yeah, showering I mean, is like not my favorite thing to do. So I'll, I'm like with Mila and Ash. I'm team non-shower i mean i love a bath like i'll take a couple baths a week but, but that's like more like to relax it is it's not like, like i'm not in there scrubbing yeah. and like yeah yeah i don't understand why there's been so much backlash about this and so many opinions like oh, people have been like oh my god all right but, they weren't like we never bathe and then i guess mila even was like well it's not i guess she grew up and didn't have hot water so it basically was like regular for her not to yeah. shower a lot it's regular for a lot of people I know. going back forever right exactly <laughs> no it's so true and then i guess she also said that she still washes her face every day or twice yeah. a day and that they wash their armpits and crotch but nothing else really that's fine that's good good for them right good for them saving the planet like, less water hell yeah i'm going <laughs> People did that for a long time. You think the cavemen were showering every day? Absolutely no. not. Dude, I don't. I only shower a few times a week. No, some people had like a Say bucket of want. water a week to work with. So, yeah, whatever. If you're cleaning your, especially your armpits and your genitals, yeah. like you're probably fine. Probably. And when it comes to the kids, like obviously there's people out there that were getting very 
like, oh, this is abusive to not okay. wash your kids. And like, yes, there are people Correct. out there that abuse their kids and don't and neglect them and don't wash them when they need to be cleaned. Right. All they're saying is they don't do it unless they see something visible, which I'm sure they're kids. It's probably quite often right. that they have something visibly dirty on them. I kind of sure took it as they like, mean like weeks on exactly. it. Exactly. I think they were kind of like making a joke out of yeah. it. Like, yeah, unless the dirty like we don't what the do hell? nightly baths. Pretty much sure. is what they're saying. Right. I don't know if I'll do nightly baths with my kids. Sounds like a lot of work. And like, why the hell? Especially when you're a kid, yeah. like pre-puberty. Like, they do who? say that it helps a lot with getting your baby to sleep, though, because oh. warm water really does calm your body. That's why a lot of people will like Sydney, you were saying you shower every oh, yeah. night. I shower before bed. to get your hair yeah. done and everything. No, but. I don't like wash my hair every night, but I will definitely get in the shower every night before bed and just like relax. Yeah, I yeah, like to like, shower before bed too. Like wash myself. Warm water is really good for bringing down your just your stress level and <laughs> yes, yes, the tent. Kinda, like the, yes, kind of letting you dealt just, with in the day. Right, right. Wash the day off. Like I get that. I understand mm-hmm. if some people want to do it every day because I take a bath whenever I can before bed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. You're a big bather. I am. I'm a big bather. Bather. I love water. <laughs> I do love showers. I love baths. I love them all. Yeah. But I, if I can avoid it in a day, washing my hair and showering, like I don't feel the need to get like no. clean every day. I'll go. I think over the weekend, I went like three days. Oh, yeah. It was fine. Oh, absolutely. That hap- Yeah. That's- Just put deodorant on. Yeah. I was going to say I got good native deodorant and I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of lucky enough, I guess. I think it's like every person's different. Like John right. likes to shower every single day and says he needs to. I'm like, all right, whatever. That is not me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not me either. So anyways. Um, okay. In other spicy. spicy news, we have Simone Biles. Simone. Okay. Simone Biles. Literally, I didn't think I could love her anymore. I know. But now I. I do. I do. I love her even. Yep. Even she more. She is the true like epitome of i feel like a champion mm-hmm. like okay so if if for some reason you don't know simone biles removed herself from the team final following one rotation on the vault so she did like one rotation and she barely it looks like she got lost in the air and then like landed barely on her feet and then after that she withdrew herself due to mental health reasons she was saying that she needs to take care of her mental health because it's so much pressure because if you really don't know simone biles is a gym- gymnast. gymnast she's probably i mean she's the best gymnast ever. in the world right yeah. now i think ever i think ever yeah um she's incredible and i was so upset the other day or yesterday when this broke because i was watching her highlights from the night before on tv from the day before and like loving it and just thinking like oh she's such a badass i she's can't wait to watch the rest of this i'm so excited to I watch know. And then my dad calls me and he's like, did you hear about Simone Biles? And you're like, like, no. Shit. But like, but. I totally get it. And I am so proud of her yes. for doing what she needs to do and being selfless enough to take herself out of the spotlight right. when she is this star and everyone's, she's, she said, she's willing to walk away from all of that for her mental health. Yes. And I think that speaks volumes and it's horrible. The reason we bring this up is because so many people have just said horrible just horrific that like i mean i don't even know how to describe it other than just horrendous yeah i know people have said such just nasty like things she's about ungrateful her. she's this it's like anyone else would be fired if this was a if this was a male on a football team which also by the way she's doing uh routines and I don't, stunts tricks oh you know specific things yeah, that are I don't know. considered really really difficult to the mm-hmm. point where they're like the judges have never 
judge someone off of this skill level and difficulty mm-hmm. and and risk and so she, they're already kind of like they're not i guess they don't they're kind of like discouraging her from taking those big risks because it is dangerous and they don't know how to like evaluate her so i think she was already kind of feeling like you know i have so much pressure on me i'm trying my best and yeah. i'm still not really even getting this like fair treatment by the judges and by people who are you know evaluating me mm-hmm. and so Anyway, yeah, she ended up withdrawing and the team took silver, which is fucking awesome still. Like, yeah, so badass. Like, silver medal and just yes. even go to the Olympics is so fucking badass. I know. And the people that are blaming her for this, right. it's like, can you just shut the fuck up? I know. Seriously. I, I, get, I get so mad over it because it just makes no sense to me. When we see other people posting about mental health or coming out about their depression right. and or talking about mental health awareness month, like we're all in on that and everyone's posting right, right, all these right. things. And then when someone on the spotlight. is the best example possible for how to take care of your mental health and prioritize yourself actually does. takes action and does it. Everyone's all like thousands of people. Ungrateful. Exactly. Ridiculous. Ungrateful you know, didn't have what it takes. Right. Like just, oh, it makes me so angry. It's really ridiculous because if you think about it, let's say Simone Biles, which she has competed with injuries before, but let's say she broke her leg in half. Couldn't, yeah. there's no way she could compete. People wouldn't be like, God, Simone, you're such a quitter. What's wrong with you? Like, why is it that when your brain and your mental health is hurting or being affected, mm-hmm. we all of a sudden have an opinion. But if she broke her arm, if it's something like physical that you can see, then we don't we don't question it. And who knows how bad it really is? Like, right. we're all just assuming, oh, it's the pressure. Maybe other things right. are going on in her life. We have no idea. Maybe it's trauma from the years of abuse that she yeah. went through before all of this. Mm-hmm. Just if everyone could just shut the fuck up and <laughs> let the girl live, that would just be great. Yeah, because I, I this is more. so annoying. Like, we should be supporting our athletes representing our country. Right. It's just, dude, she's a young girl. She's 24. It's amazing. Like, fuck. She's already done more Olympics. in her life than more of these people will right, ever, ever do, do in theirs. That's what the thing is so funny. is like all these people have so many opinions. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even do a push up if your life fucking <laughs> depended on it. Seriously. Okay, not saying that I could do it either, but I'm not talking. <laughs> like, and then I think people think because they make statements that they believe are true, that it's okay and valid to say them. It's still obnoxious. <laughs> it's still annoying. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all I have to say to you. So I'm just so done with it. Like I was getting pissed on Twitter, reading people's replies to things. Like it's very annoying. I almost started fighting with randos. I almost got to that point. Really? Yeah. Oh, not on mine, but like on On other other people. Like just randos that have nothing to do with me. I almost started picking. Sometimes that happens to me too on Twitter if something really. And then I'm like, I'll like literally start replying. (laughs) Me too. And then I'm like, you know what? Delete, delete, delete. delete. It's not worth it. I know. It's not worth it. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. But yeah, I mean, she, she. I mean, she still was out there cheering on her teammates, standing on the sidelines, like being a great cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Like how much more, how much more can you support your team by taking yourself out? Right. She literally was like, I don't want to lose a medal because of me. That's the best teammate possible. Get hurt herself because in Mm -hmm. gymnastics, I was, I'm not that I'm a gymnast, but I was reading you have, I could imagine you have to be so focused in what you're doing when you're doing these like insane things stunts in the air and one wrong move you can kill yourself or paralyze yourself for life and so it's like if you're mentally not able to like can keep yourself focused on what you're doing that you can get hurt that you can get hurt you need to take a step back 
it's not worth it if it's going to impact your future, right. you know, career. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. All those people are really annoying, but I know it's like a minority, you know, yeah, it's just it's like sometimes a lot of those people, people are the loudest and it's annoying because their tweets seem to go up to the top of oh, the replies because so many people engage with it and get mad that right. you see it first. Right. 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 And it just makes me mad. Uh, quick question. Did her, did the coaches say anything about it or they were just like, I think they were being yeah. really supportive and they yep. weren't like, you know, oh, okay. saying, giving specific reasons. They were like, there's a medical condition going on. And then they confirmed it was mental health and they were like, she's done for the night. And okay. I think they, I mean, they still, when I was like watching her out yeah. there, they seemed very supportive of her and I'm sure they understand. I mean, oh, yeah. well, of course, you know, that's the other, yeah. Her whole team, all of her teammates are being supportive. Like, so then we need to follow that. America yeah. needs to follow that. Oh, yes. totally. Yeah. No, you I'm know? just curious because that would be the worst. Like if, if your yeah, coach, they were like, like no, you need to stay in. No, yeah. I'm sure they're like, oh my gosh, like yeah. you have done enough for the right, USA right. and you're continuing to set an example of what a great athlete is. She's such a good role model for young such women. Such a great who, role model. So many young women out there, young men too, are going through mental health issues, especially the youth. Like it's so Mm -hmm. prominent in this generation because of social media, everything's gotten so toxic. So for a role model like that to do what she did, I think it's amazing. I think we should all be just applauding her. Yeah. Applauding her, giving her nothing but love. And Mm -hmm. I agree. And yeah, I'm proud of her. Silver's fucking awesome. Yeah. Silver's so I know exactly. And then 18 year old Sunisa Lee ended up winning the gold in the all around gymnastics competition like late yesterday, which is so badass. She's 18 years old. Like what a cool accomplishment. Yeah. And then I guess Simone is still, you know, trying to decide if she's going to compete in next week's final event competition mm-hmm. that goes from like August 1st through 3rd, I believe. Um, so that's not, you know, kind of up in the air right finalized now. yeah it's kind of up in the air exactly well i hope she does whatever she wants to do and she's not pressured either way i agree yeah 100 percent. love her such a badass such love about all oh, those love women. watching gymnastics oh me too it's, it's so cool it's really cool and it's cool that russia won after like what was it yeah like 94 was the last time they yeah. won a gold like that's f- and they deserved it too they des- yeah those girls work super hard as well yeah. it's just cool to watch athletes like all compete together but they also still keep this level of like sportsmanship that's so inspiring like they're they're hugging each other they're clapping for each other every time you hear someone in an interview they're they're just like i'm just so happy to be here i'm just so thankful to be in the olympics like all the swimmers they'll like you know go over to the other side of the lane hug each other i think that's so beautiful me too i was thinking about it when i was watching swimming yesterday how cool it would be if they would do a relay race but with four different countries in it and just have you know just random groups just for fun like it doesn't have to be whatever i just wish they would do more of that yeah i agree you know Mm -hmm. which i know they have uh the like they have a basketball team where people from all over the world and what Mm -hmm. are those called Mm. i think it's the all-star yeah Yeah, all-stars that's what i was thinking of yeah yeah But it'd be cool to see some things like that within the actual Olympics. I agree. Yeah. Because it only takes that camaraderie further. So true. Yep. But anyway, we have one final spicy topic. Spicy. This is a cringe ass topic. Oh, yes, it is. We have douche of the day for sure. We've got. (laughs) The baby. It's douche of the day. The baby is the douche. (laughs) The baby. Guys. Wow. The baby. Uh, First of all. Worst rap name ever, in my opinion. <laughs> and I've been saying this since he came out. Duh, baby. Duh, baby. That's all he could think about. Why would duh, you baby. want it? Duh, baby. <laughs> That's right. how bad it's gotten. Like, really? <laughs> duh, baby. 
<laughs> so much. It just sounds so stupid. Like Dua Lipa featuring the baby. The baby. <laughs> so bad. But anyway, oh, he's God. he's a real idiot. At one of his shows, he decided yeah. to have everyone lift their cell phone lights up in the air. Mm-hmm. If, if they, he said quotes. If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. Ladies, if you're... Oh my God, this is cringe. <laughs> Ladies, if you're a pee-pee... I'm just going to say that for YouTube. I'm saying, <laughs> smell like water. Put your cell phone lighter up. Fellas, smell like water. <laughs> water? <laughs> Fellas, if you ain't sucking... D in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. This is at the Rolling Live Festival. I don't even know what that is. Some festival. He's saying this. This was on July 26th, so a few days ago. That's what he was saying. Holy fucking cringe. Wow. That is that is like Yikes. <laughs> what if like, you if you pee pee smell like water, put your cell phone up. <laughs> what does that even mean? So, I don't even know. <laughs> Oh, the baby's really stupid. I'm like, the baby, you shouldn't be telling women what their pee pee should be smelling like. And oh. the whole like, oh, it's just, just so bad and offensive. I know. It's so disgusting. When I first heard the first part of that statement yeah. about the HIV AIDS thing, yeah. I was thinking, is this just ignorance? Is this lack of education somehow that he doesn't understand that HIV AIDS is connected to the LGBT community? Right. Is he just them right is he just <laughs> no. stupid does he not know um right the history of like that connection then, people can yeah i read the rest of the statement i was like okay so clearly he clearly he knew exactly oh, he knows what he was saying Sucking you know D in the parking yes. lot what a fucker why what are you piece saying of shit. why are you saying that it's i hope he so is so done stupid. after that the baby needs to be the baby needs to be done put in the crib he's done <laughs> he's done put the baby away Put the baby down. Phone up. Yeah, baby down. Baby down. <laughs> as far down yeah. as possible. Because that is disgusting. All of these statements, which I didn't even know until I was just reading about this, came after the baby's decision. The baby's decision. decision. Tory Lanez was on the stage, who, if you don't remember, was the rapper who is famous, basically, for shooting Megan the Stallion yep. in the foot. He's a piece of shit, too. He's during a domestic dispute. So, yeah, he had Tory Lanez up there and then was like, P.S. <laughs> All you people should be smelling like water and don't suck D in the parking lot. <laughs> like it's why? just the stupidest just thing. Just tell I've me ever heard. why anyone would do that. Why is this relevant to your concert? Pe- obviously, of all right, the things right. to shout out, like put your lighters up if you are getting hot tonight. You're getting laid tonight. Something right. like that would be much more normal. Like no, he's put your lighters up if you, your vagina smells like water. Yeah. <laughs> What was he on? They're like, what kind of water? Tell me he was on on something. He must have been like, bitch, what the hell? Even if you're on something, you shouldn't be saying that. Is he known for saying stupid ass shit like this before? Like, I don't don't know anything about him as far as like, I don't know what he does in his life. Shit, I don't know. Is this normal behavior for the baby? (laughs) I don't know. The baby's having a tantrum. Well, he's done. And Dua Lipa said, she was like, God, I can't believe we fucking collabed. What the hell was that? Yeah. Um, but also, this is really cringy. I guess he had his new music video come out that was called Giving What It's Supposed to Give. And in the music video, he held up a sign that said AIDS. And the video ends with a message spelling out in a rainbow lettering, don't fight hate with hate. My apologies for being me the same way you want the freedom to be you. 
What? Stop. He wait. So this just happened. He released a music video. Yeah. Look at this picture. Shh. So so they pulled this together in like 24 hours. I that's what I'm like, all right, dude, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you stand there with an AIDS sign. Then we get some rainbow coloring and we're going to write love is love and don't hate on don't me. Don't hate on me for being the same way you, for being me the same way you want the being freedom to be me, you. Dude, no. Don't hate on me for being a homophobe just like you want to be <laughs> homosexual. Like what the fuck does that mean? And he also made a tweet. Do you have the tweet? Uh, he said like no he was like y'all i'm sorry i can see how i offended oh. y'all but you know i'm doing i'm gonna do me you do you and i don't care what y'all do lgbt okay bro like, dude worst apology just don't ever like, why did you yeah well, it's just so clear he doesn't mean it all because he mean, he meant everything he said at the concert oh yeah and what a dude big names were coming out i'm like elton john Yep. Um, came on Twitter and was like, this feels the stigma of discrimination and is the opposite of what our world needs to fight the AIDS epidemic. Amen to that. Which is so true. Like the stigma between the connection of like LGBTQ and AIDS, it needs to end. And this is just making it so much fucking worse. It's so purely insensitive to bring like even the, you know, sucking D in the parking lot and the water pussy thing. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever he said whatever about that it's yeah. like just dumb right but then why are you attacking people who have possibly an illness that can kill them right and like it's this not, is really and it serious doesn't discriminate against like like sexuality anyone can attract this like he wouldn't have gone out there and said put your lighter up if you don't have leukemia right you know it's it's clearly an attack he thought it was okay because it's gay people and then the second part of that just confirms it even more. So he's a piece of shit. He's not sorry. He meant what he said. Yeah, the baby is decanceled. Decanceled. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of the clothing brand Boohoo Man? Boohoo Man? Yeah. Is that like Boohoo for men? <laughs> I have no idea. Boohoo Man? I've never heard of it, but it's a, I guess it's a clothing brand that he had a line with or something, but he got dropped oh. by them. Mm, good. So they were like, yeah, we condemn drop, this crap. Drop, drop. Now we just need to drop him from the music well good luck getting another feature with anyone else seriously yeah he's probably um this is probably the end of the baby the baby the start of the end of the baby. baby oh no the end <laughs> <laughs> the end all right we just, we are idiots okay let's go forward let's tell our boyfriend stories oh my god i'm really excited for me this. too Ugh. it's gonna be some good shit yeah. but before we get into that we want to thank our first sponsors for the day okay so high school lovers mm. <laughs> So I coming out of middle school, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship still with Nerald. Nerald. You remember from the last episode, Nerald and I had a long relationship. We were together all of middle school and we tried to make it work into high school. We had a good summer together too, going into high school. I remember we were like at a really good spot and, you know, had more courage around each sure. other. So we would kiss mm. and like, you know, it was serious. Things. It was getting more serious. serious, but then high school began. And the world opened up a lot more. Right. <laughs> you know, there was a lot All more the new to choose feeding in. You're like, yes. oh, I've never seen you before. <laughs> You're very overwhelmed. Plus, like, the chances of having classes with each other were very slim. So we didn't really get to see each other ever. Um, plus, there's just so much awkwardness of, like, how do you act as a couple in high school? Because that was different than middle school. Because right. you're kind of herded around in classes. Plus, there's you're the youngest freedom. one as a freshman. You're with, like, you know, 18-year-olds right. who back then I thought were, like, actual adults. Looking back, I'm like... 
Oh, I know. Like, I do really you did that? too. Going to high school, I was like, God, seniors are like eighteen. Like they're like real adults. I'm like, oh, God. I know. I know. Your <laughs> perception of people's ages is so different so back different. then. Um, but yeah, I was kind of thinking about you know playing the field a little bit, getting curious, and I think he was too. It's just sure. natural. We'd been together for three years. That's a long time As for middle schoolers. A, yeah, that's insane. And we were like committed. Like everyone in our middle school knew we were together. And oh my god, that's really cute. Yeah, it was. It was very cute, and it was like a very sweet, very like friendly thing because right. our parents. We were basically just friends, you know. Our parents grew up or would like bring us to things together, so we were just really good friends. We'd play most of the time. Like most of our activities were like playing lacrosse and going for walks. Sure. Or like we would do stuff together, watch certain things and whatever. Mm. So yeah, I was kind of ready for a more re- mature relationship, but we did go to homecoming together and it was a very awkward homecoming because I was uh, on crutches. <laughs> you were? Yeah. Why? <laughs> for, I don't even remember. I think it was, oh, it was from a dance injury. It oh. was for, I like tore my uh, hamstring or like oh. not tore it, but strained, strained it. it. So yeah, I believe that's what it was. But I was on because I was on crutches three times in high school. God, you were one of the girls that was yeah. always on crutches. <laughs> I was pretty clumsy. I never broke a bone though, but I always had like a sprain or something going on. But I was on crutches and I was like super humiliated to be the one in like a dress in crutches in the did in you the have like a boot and on stuff. and stuff or like a wrapped up ankle? Yeah, it was wrapped wear, like up. your shoe. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I had no. to wear like shoes. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. oh no. Plus, I was very nervous because Nerald was still quite short and I was getting my growth spurt. So I was taller than him at this time. And I remember just being so stressed out about like homecoming pictures. Like, am I going to look taller than him? So I was low key kind of happy about my crutches because I was like, I can kind of hunch over over and look like (laughs) so much shorter. (laughs) So, yeah, we went to homecoming and I don't even remember it. Like, I don't think we really danced much or I think it was just, you know, you're the freshman at homecoming always feels so awkward. You're just like standing around, standing around. It's like this big built up thing in your head and you're there and you're like, oh, yeah, I built it up big. I even got my makeup professionally done. Holy shit. My mom brought me to like the Macy's counter and they did it (laughs) and they made me look, dude. Oh, my God. They put so much makeup on me. Like I had full like lip liner and. It was like way too much. And I got home and I was like, oh my God. Honestly, it probably wasn't that much compared to where, what I wear now. But at the time, yeah, for I just got out of middle school. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is like... God damn. I felt, I don't know. It just didn't feel like me. <laughs> but yeah, so we went to homecoming. But then we fizzled shortly after that. And I remember our breakup was like a really weird time because I was also like losing my friend, mm. you know? And uh-huh. we'd like grown up together. So it was like, oh, do we just like not talk? And of course, it was really dramatic. And Of course. Who... who- did the official break off well, or was it kind of mutual? He heard, I believe if I remember right, he heard that I was saying that I kind of wanted to break up with him. Cause I was telling people that like to be cool, like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> we'll see. there's some other options <laughs> and he wanted to be the one to do it. But then I wasn't completely sure he broke up with me. And then I remember be- being kind of relieved. Like I wasn't that sad about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like his mom was literally over at my house with my mom that night and we were just all talking about it. And she was like, it's okay. And like, it's like, yeah. And like, you know, I, I my friends still and everything's fine. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't remember like crying over it or being hmm. like heartbroken at all. Yeah. Well, I could see how it'd be like, cause when I entered high school, it was like a whole new world, right? Yeah. Like I kind of felt like 
I remember I was like riding this high for a few like first yes, months of high school totally. being like Especially, it's a new place and like a new start mm-hmm. and like in the high schools we went to we got to do open campus yeah. so we got to leave like I remember we, my first period in high school was an off hour and I like went up to someone like I don't remember who just someone teacher in the hallway and was like do you know where I'm supposed to be right now and they're like, like you're anywhere. off you can go to Starbucks and I was like what yeah <laughs> And like leaving and stuff by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like such an adult and I kind of wanted to like start my new adult life. Sure. Yep. So I was kind of fine with it, but it was sad because Nerald and I were awkward for the rest of high school. Like we barely talked together and sometimes we'd lifeguard together later on junior, senior year. And we just like would barely speak. It was so awkward. And looking back, I'm like, why? Nothing bad happened. It was just. I feel like because at that point, it's just an awkward phase. Yeah. It's like. Like, don't know what to say. Yeah, don't exactly. know how to like make a friendship when there was this other thing there. And sure. I think there was always jealousy and like he had other girlfriends. I had other boyfriends. There's always just kind of weirdness. Right, right. But um, after in college and stuff, we like, I don't remember if we'd like DM or we chatted a few times. Then he ended up coming to our wedding, which yeah. was really cool. And I like talked to him for a while there. So he's probably the only ex I have from high school that I'm like, on with. good terms with yeah. <laughs> yeah not so much everyone else oh no uh but yeah then i uh had a brief stint with this guy named i'll call him terrence <laughs> um and this only lasted a month and it was actually one of Nerald's friends oh no so that was very <laughs> fucked up of me honestly <laughs> i can't believe i did that and i'm pretty sure i did it to kind of like get at him oh yeah yeah but i got really into this guy and he was really religious and he would bring me to this Christian church of Christ all the time. Um, And I would go all the time. I got kind of into it. Oh, like I was into their youth group. I would go to with with like them for laser tag or bowling or whatever. And sometimes Nerald would be there too. And we'd kind of like hang out, but it was still like, I'm with him now. Sorry. But their church would have cool things like lock-ins. Have you ever heard of a church lock-in? It's a very common thing for church. Josh did it all the time. Yeah. Sydney's saying the same thing. Yeah. It was fun. They call them lock-ins, but they, yeah, you like stay at the church for the night, oh. like have sleeping bags. But a lot of it's worship songs and there's like some congregation, but a lot of it's games. But is it co-ed? Yeah, but they would like, like separate there's the you. boys oh, okay. in this room and the girls. But in you still like do activities together. Yeah. yeah. I could see how that'd be fun because like totally in what fun. other setting does that take yeah. place? I was like, I can't oh, we think get of another stay one. overnight with the boys. Like, right. Put on our jammies in front of the boys. Like I just thought it was so cool. <laughs> And even though I had no idea what the fuck they were ever talking about, I'd be in the there worshiping with their songs like hell yeah. You're like, well, I Jesus. guess they weren't saying hell yeah, but <laughs> I was into it though because Terrence was into it. Yeah, hell oh, yeah. they had some good songs, yeah. and I was uh, kind of the church tag along for so many people. Like I went to so many different friends' churches that's over amazing. the years. I've been to a bunch of churches because they were always fun. I always went to them to like. The youth group or yeah, the yeah. vacation Bible school or the lock-ins. The like I only came to fun shit. And the snacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was kind of into that for a while. Then he and I broke up and that was actually, I like barely remember it, but it was really messy. And our moms had to get involved. Like we started fighting like really bad with each oh, other geez. and saying like really mean things to each other. And then he, he like was so upset about the breakup that this is kind of getting intense but he was like saying to his mom that he was like suicidal over it oh jesus i know and so it was like this really intense thing we had to go to his house and like sit there and he was crying and i was with my mom and it was like yeah it was like kind of how long after like how long was this after you guys started dating like a month we straight up we dated from like the beginning of winter break to the end of january (laughs) or something like that amazing how 
long you think that is back yeah, then. Yeah, like, back then I was like 30 days. We just had our 30 day anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was so dramatic. Like the fact that our moms had to be with us. I mean, damn. Yeah, it was, it was quite dramatic. And I wish I remember more the details of like why that all happened, right. but we fought a lot and I know it was very toxic and so that ended and I never talked to him again. Oh no. We never spoke again. And he was actually my good friend all of middle school too. Like a kind oh. of a, so it was, it was an awkward thing. Mm. Yikes. But then th- later that uh, March going after that a little while later, I found Daryl, 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 Daryl. And wow, was I impressed with his ass. I thought he was the best fucking thing that had ever happened to me. Daryl. 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 We all know. We all know who Daryl is. So yeah, he he seemed so cool to me. And I I felt like such a dork compared to him. And I was like, why does this cool guy like me? He went to another school and he was on like JV lacrosse as a freshman. That is very unclear to me. I remember (laughs) that my one of my friends. Kelly like gave me his number or something. And I think we started texting before we even met. Oh, so typical. I, have, I think it yep. was one of those situations. Cause I just remember like all of a sudden I was texting him. Yeah. And then we like agreed to meet up and yeah, <laughs> it was one of those things. Um, but I just thought he was so cool. Did not understand why this cool guy from this other school, he was on JV lacrosse as a freshman. Ooh. I know he was like, I'm going on varsity next year. I was like, oh "Oh my God, drop my panties. I know I was, I was in to Daryl. You guys, I really (laughs) did think he was like my Prince Charming. And of course I'm like, I'm marrying this guy. I'm marrying, I'm part of their family. I took it seriously. Like I'd go to all their little family dinners and like spend a ton of time. I got close with his sister. I loved both of his parents so much. I think I liked his family more than I ended up liking him at the end. And that's what broke my heart the most Oh, <laughs> because no. I loved their family. They were so nice. His sister was awesome. And I was such a good girlfriend him. Like for his birthday, I like snuck into his house with, well, with his mom Yeah, when he was at school and like decorated his whole fucking room. And I helped throw him a surprise birthday party yeah. with her. And I was so into him, dude. That's um, cute. We would have these little, I was trying to think of what memories I have of this relationship because it was five months, but to me it felt so fucking really? long. Because I remember him. I know. Like, it was I only met him five a few months. times. It was like it was like April to August, something like that. Um, but he <laughs> we would have this whole routine of good morning and good night messages. This was like this big deal for us. I'm sure so many oh people my God, did just this. brought up a memory of my <laughs> I've done that. I did that too. Yeah, yep. And his his role was to do the good night messages. Oh, no. Because I always stayed up later than him. And then I was supposed to, after he went to sleep and sent his, type one up while he was sleeping so he could wake up to it. Oh, my God. We lived the same life. Really? I already thought. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I totally forgot about this. It was like our big thing. And oh, my God. These messages he would send me. They were so romantic. Like this guy had a way with words or he was like looking shit up and getting stuff from lyrics because that's what I was doing. (laughs) I felt like I couldn't keep up with his messages. So I would listen to my iPod touch and like get a song idea or get like a idea from yeah. a lyric and then like put it put in my it. own words and like <laughs> dude i feel like i did that too they would be these not just like good morning sweetie love you they were like paragraphs of like professing our love to each other oh and my god eventually i got kind of sick of it especially because i always had to wait till he went to bed to type his and sometimes <laughs> i had to wake up early and i was pissed so one morning i just didn't do it i just went to sleep and he like freaked out at me dude he was like you don't love me anymore he was 
very upset. Like thought I was going to break up with him over it. Oh, shit. Oh, so I had to like do those messages every <laughs> night. And you run out of shit to say. Like we barely even saw each other. We were at different schools. I saw him like maybe twice a week if I was lucky. <laughs> You know, and I'm, it's like, how much love can you pro- possibly profess to someone? Right. So, so quickly, too. I know. He was in. Dude, this guy would. Oh, he was just such a charmer. Like he would tell me we'd get on the phone and he would tell me I was his world. We're going to have kids together. Like you're everything I've wanted in oh a my. girl. Freshman year of high school. <laughs> yes. This is like summer of freshman year going into sophomore okay. year. But yeah, got it. So he, this is so fucking cringy looking back, but at the time I thought it was so cute. Oh no. He recorded a dude in his lacrosse team, a senior on his team, talking in the locker room about his girlfriend and talking about how he's so glad that they, he found his love in high school and they're going to go to college together. And he, he was like telling all the guys, like, when you find the one you'll know and having your best, I don't even remember. It was yeah. this whole long thing. And he sent it to me. And I thought it was adorable. <laughs> I was like, wow. And he was like, this is what we're going to be like. This is what I want our relationship to be like. And I basically just took everything that that guy said and was like, that's how he feels about me then. <laughs> he doesn't need to say it himself. That's how he, he just recorded some other dude. Now I'm like, that is so oh creepy that God. you were like whipping out your little flip phone and recording this some guy. Some other dude was probably like 17 yeah. or 18. And I was oh like, at that God. point, I was like, okay, we're married. That's it. Like, oh, we, like we're going to be together done. forever. So wow. Um, but of course, like in young relationships, you hit a point where the dude starts, it's normally the guy starts pressuring you many times. It. Yep. And that was, that became like a big issue for us because I just didn't feel like I was ready to lose my virginity. And I was like, I wanted to be with you, but I want to be ready. And like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was still pretty young and honestly, I just wasn't like confident enough with my own body parts to like yeah, be doing that. Just yet. not ready for it. Like yourself. I need some time to explore myself, you know? So we would do like everything else but he would always tell me oh this will make us closer baby like this will bring the trust and I was like yeah okay and like so he kept convincing me and I kept pulling back and then we'd have several dates where he would try and I would shut it down and then he would get all pissed when he left and I was like oh god I feel like the end's coming oh no so I planned this camping trip um god my parents were fucking cool honestly my parents were so cool my dad decided he would take me and Daryl on a camping trip just my dad, like just him and us two. Freshmen going into sophomore year. I know. Because, well, not, we weren't allowed to sleep in the same tents, but we, oh. I was like convinced him to like bring us on this Still, trip. I was your like, dad God, my dad cool. loved me. Oh, he was, he's so cool. And he like, he always, what I appreciate about my dad is he always took my relationships really seriously. He never brushed them off and was like dumb little. He always yeah. like made an effort to make friends with these guys Aww, or like treat it as if it was serious for me. Or when I'd go through breakups, my dad would be really the one who was there for me yeah. and like Aww. yeah so he brought it he decided to bring us on this and i i led this all up to daryl for a while like oh, this is gonna this be it with your dad in the tent yeah. next to you <laughs> i was like he'll pass out my dad snores he's a heavy sleeper trust me because i would walk around the house after he'd go to bed he would leave his room door open but he would be passed out and i could just walk right past him do all types of stuff my dad's a heavy sleeper so i knew we'd be a, we'd be fine to do it so after my dad went to bed, well, first there was this whole drama about the camping trip. And I think this is why we broke up. He was like supposed to go to his friend's birthday party. And I, which now looking back, I'm like, I'm such a bitch. But I was like, no, like you can't. His friend like planned a birthday party during the camping trip You're that like, we already had planned. Not. And I was like, 
you can't do that. Like, and then so I started holding the like oh, sex thing over him. No. Like, this is it. It's yeah, all, this, this is your chance. Oh, so shit. you better pick what you want, your friend or or this. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like really upset about it. And we, we got in a big fight about it. And he ended up deciding to miss his friend's birthday party. And I think that really hurt him at, at like more than I realized. Yeah. And he went with me. Nightfall came. My dad went to sleep. And I went in the tent with him. And we did some other things. I won't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> the play but play. when it came time for the real deal of sex, <laughs> I could not do it. I was like, no, no, I'm just not ready. I'm too. I got like Good really scared. I like had an anxiety attack. And I was like, I just can't like. And I was crying. Good for you sticking true to yourself. Because I feel like so many women, people, women especially, can relate to that like yeah. pressure that you just put on yourself even. Yeah. Like, okay, I just need to get this over with. Yeah. Especially because I had promised him like, right. please come on the tra- camping trip because I'm going to treat you, you know, <laughs> and get so I'd really special. like let it up. And then I just kind of, I freaked out. And my dad being next to me, I was like, I can't do this with my dad, dad there. It's so weird. So luckily I was, um, I, I was crying and my dad heard me crying. Oh. And so he was like, Kendall, Kendall, <laughs> are like, you, are you guys in the same tent? <laughs> he was so mad. He was like, get out of there. <laughs> So they came out and I was crying. And I think because I was crying, he like didn't think anything. Yeah. So he, we didn't get in trouble for it. He actually just went back to bed and he never said shit about it the oh next my God. day. I just Damn. went back to my tent because I, I was staying in a tent with my dad and I fucking snuck out of there and went in I was his. Gonna say, that's really ballsy. I, wow. I was ballsy. That is ballsy. <laughs> anything for Daryl. Okay. Like, like the zipper and everything. Like you undid the zipper. Yeah. And you, oh Damn. my God. Oh yeah. Really I did the full. It. it took me so long to undo the zipper. Quietly, I was like. like <laughs> oh my God. So anyway. Was that like, did you pre-discuss? You're like, okay, good night. And then you like oh, went yeah. to we were his. like, yeah, we're going to go to sleep. And then I was like pretending to sleep. And we faked the whole thing. Damn. The whole plan. I mean, we texted about our plan for like months. Oh. Oh, yeah. to it. We had a whole thing scheduled. Um, but yeah, the next morning he was obviously not so happy because oh, no. he's he like, didn't get his my birthday and he said, and I missed my friend's birthday party. Shit. So he goes home and I can tell he's not happy. And we went white water rafting that day and I remember he wasn't even happy on that. Oh, and no. Yeah, so I knew I knew the end was kind of coming. And then, um, yeah, he, he had this birthday party, whatever. He was acting all weird with it, was with all these other girls. And then him and one of the girls were like downstairs in this basement closet together. And they, they were like, Oh, we're all playing hide and seek. And I've always wondered, like at the time I was like, he was hooking up with her in there. Yeah. And now seeing it as an adult, I'm like, they were probably literally were playing hide and seek. Like, yeah. I don't think anything was like, happening in yeah. there. <laughs> Cause it wasn't very long. And like his parents were home. It was a, like kid's birthday party pretty much. But in your mind, but I was like, like oh, he, he cheated. cheated. And I was so upset. So I went home and then a week later, I didn't hear from him for a while. We like didn't talk. So it was all awkward. And then I had this like um, dance. I had a parade. I was in a, a Littleton, whatever. We have this like little parade. Oh, You've okay. never gone to that? No. It's on Main, Main Street. Oh, a bunch yeah. of the schools do it. And you like it. will cheer, do your yeah. palms like down the parade. Yeah, That's we cute. did our little palm routine like down the street. And he the was there? No, but I was oh. like stressing out because i knew he was probably like i was waiting to hear from him and i thought he was gonna break up with me and then i came home from that and he called me and i was Mm. i was like hi and at first he was like hi it's like i missed you how are you doing and i was like oh i'm good and i was like oh maybe we're fine and he's like so listen oh no he's like last night i went to this party and i was just thinking like you know we're really young and there's like a lot of other people out there and i'll never forget he said you're really beautiful and everything but 
I just think we should <laughs> we should break up. Dude, what the hell? You're really beautiful and everything, but I know, I was like, interesting way to put that. I'll never forget oh that. Oh my god. Line. Yeah, it was like the first time someone broke up with me and I was so heartbroken. Devastated. Oh my god, like for real. Oh I was so heartbroken over this guy oh my for god. so long. I felt like nothing again. You know, like I was like, oh, you know, like he made me cool and he made Aww. me feel, you know, and then I just, I don't know. And I thought he was going to be with me all those years. Yeah. I really believed everything he said, oh, which is no. just, you know, the classic mistake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it took me a long time to get over it. I'd say this was my hardest breakup of all of my high school breakups because Shit. I just took it so seriously. And I, I was so upset about like not seeing his family anymore and just like not being part of it. And <laughs> I think, you know, we often like joke around about people in young relationships and it doesn't mean anything. And like a lot mm-hmm. of parents will be like, Oh, they'll be fine. It's just a stupid kid relationship. But these things mean, it means everything to you in at the, the moment. Time. Yeah, totally. I yeah. Agree. And I felt like true heartbreak, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I felt, I think like depressed because it yeah. lasted for me for like a year, Aww. like all of sophomore year. It was like not over this guy and just like obsessing over it. Oh and, God thinking of what I should have done differently right. and should I have slept with him that right. night? Should, Aww, like would that, that have saved sucks. it? And yeah, it was, it was like kind of brutal at the time. Um, but yeah, that, that leads me to my sophomore year. So I'll, I'll stop there before I, I go. Forward. I was going to say, I have a, uh, memory with what was his oh, name? Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Right. Janelle does have a story about Daryl. When I met Daryl. So, uh, yeah, we, I went to your house mm-hmm. and he, you guys were already together there mm-hmm. in your basement. And I remember like walking in and I was like, hanging out with you guys or whatever. And for some reason he gave me his wallet. I don't know why, but for some reason I ended up with his, his wallet in my hand <clears throat> and I was like looking through and I opened it up and what's inside a banana flavored condom. <laughs> that, is, that is seriously And I saw amazing. it and I was like, what the, I was like, what the hell is this? And I remember in my mind, cause I was, let's see, you were a freshman. So I was really in seventh, seventh grade. grade. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, Kendall's doing the dirty, the dirty <laughs> deed. <laughs> and I remember I was like, damn, I remember I, in my head, it was like such a big deal. And I was like, banana flavor. And I was like, that means you know what that means if it's flavored. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And oh I was my like, God. Oh my God. And I was like all paranoid. I remember I was like, wow, really? Like Ken, Kendall and him and you guys were like acting so cool in the basement. I'll never forget. I don't even know why I was there. Yeah. I don't why, know. Why? Maybe your parents just dropped you off. Yeah. Too. Why yeah. was I there? I don't know. But I remember feeling really <laughs> awkward when I found it in his wallet. And the best part was it was in the section where the cash is supposed to be. And there was nothing else in it. No ID, <laughs> no credit cards, obviously, no cash, no coup- frozen yogurt coupon, nothing but a, a banana flavored coupon. <laughs> nothing but banana flavored glove. That's incredible. And I remember when he got those because he was messaging me about them and he texted me a picture of them and was like, look what I got. <laughs> I think he thought it would make me excited. <laughs> yeah, that, that kid was a horn dog, man. Like, and then there was this whole thing where it's <laughs> so funny to me now. His like friend, the one that he was supposed to go to the birthday party with, got caught. A girl was giving oh, him the, the the sucky sock. <laughs> I don't know how to oh say my it. God. Okay, got and it. they were all very worried about it. His mom was like, "The kids are participating in the blowjob," oh. and she like brought my mom to Panera to tell her to warn her that like her, his friend just got caught, so he oh, might be thinking about be it. Thinking, of course, he's thinking about yeah. it. A bunch of early high schoolers oh, oh that's my God. all they think about oh man yeah mm. well i'm glad i didn't do it though all right 
<sighs> so well, freshman year for Janelle. Okay. What happened? Here's my freshman year. So it all starts in Spanish class. Freshman year, I came into freshman year a single gal. Mm. A single gal ready to mingle, ready to mingle with the new boys. My high school's fucking huge. My class was like a thousand. So I had many yeah, a new. Just in her class. Just in my class. So I had many a new boys to pick from. Lots of options. Lots, many options. I think it, I think my school fed like from four different middle schools or three. I don't even know. Whatever. Okay. So anyways, we're in Spanish class and this boy whose name I'm going to call him Nathan was across the class from me. Never spoken to him. He was from a different middle school. Had no idea even who his, what his name was. And for some reason, every single time I glance over, he was like staring at me, like walking eyes. And like, I would look at him and instead of like looking away or like being embarrassed about it or whatever, he would just continue to like stare into my soul from across, across the Spanish class. I was like, no awareness. I was like, who is this dude? I was like, I was like. Do you, is this a good thing? Is this like a creepy thing? Because I was like kind of flattered, but then I was also like, why are you literally not stop staring at, like just staring at me? So somehow we finally start talking. I literally don't even remember how. But I asked him, I was like, why are you staring at me? Because he's like, because I wanted you to know that I'm lying to you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really flattering. But now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, a little creepy. Because he was like literally looking into my soul. Wow. So anyways, um, yeah, he was i think we only dated for like i don't know two or three months maybe but back then it felt like it was so long did he ask you out in person or over like i am uh <laughs> honestly i think he asked me out in person but i don't even re- i don't have the memory of being like yes i'm your girlfriend i kind of i don't remember it but i remember we he would he was like a tennis player so i'd always go to his matches and i was like well i'm like it's my boyfriend out there <laughs> God, <laughs> my skin is crawling. Tennis girl. Tennis, I'm the tennis wife. <laughs> oh Give me a tennis bracelet. Dude, I will never forget that when it came time to do the makeout, he came at me with a full, wide open mouth. Oh, like, no. would literally be like, oh. <laughs> Maybe he thought that's what you're supposed to do, because sometimes in movies, they're like, they have like two wide mouths. Honestly, it's so true. No, yeah. it was, I remember so clearly we were sitting in his like living room or something watching tv and he just like came out with a wide open mouth and i was like the fuck in my head i was like oh god and i was like okay. oh, and then god. i was like maybe i'm the weird one that thinks because like i had done a makeout before okay and that did not how that's not how it went the first time i had done the makeout oh, no. but then with this one, i was like maybe i'm just a weirdo and don't know how to make out maybe you are supposed to come in like full on like ah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it was um not long lasting he was fine it was whatever not much going on not, with nathan it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy except for then he like became friends with um harold the boy from sixth oh, grade oh. if you remember from last our last episode on this um they became friends and then they like started talking shit about me oh and then he like kind of no. became an asshole and was like we're not i like heard some things about like i don't know what harold oh, told him about shit. me harold had some things to say yeah so it didn't end well to say the least but then this is where it gets funny so he breaks up with me and i was like all sad and back then, you know, the Facebook relationship status was like everything. Oh, yeah. That was a stressful thing. So it, he breaks up with me. I think he breaks with me over phone. In fact, yes, that's what happened. I was in my room. I remember being like all sad about it. And then I was like, oh, I guess I should change my Facebook status. So I changed it to single. And guess who slid into the DMs within 30 minutes? John. John. As in <laughs> as the in, John as of in today. As in the John of today. Yep. 
little John. I had no idea who he was. Again, went to a different middle school. And this was freshman year? Freshman year. So you guys have been like having somewhat of a relationship since freshman year. Yes. So what's that? Like 14 years? Uh, Since 2009. So what what is that? 13 years, 12 years? Yeah. But he slid into my DMs. It was like, hey. And I was like, (laughs) hi and like i had no idea who he was but of course you're friends with anyone you can be friends with on facebook so we were already friends Uh, but i was like he was like hey like i'm john or whatever like you want to hang out and i was like (laughs) you want to hang out i can't remember what he said but i was like i'm sorry i just got out of a relationship and i'm feeling really fragile so i'm gonna have to like just take some time for myself and john was like not the one to play games so he was like okay sounds good bye like have a good day (laughs) whatever i was like trying to play all hard again he was like okay whatever and i remember being like damn so he thought yeah. he was gonna go harder for you and be like, I "Well, I so. can help you through those hard times." Exactly, exactly. He was like, "Okay, bye, have a good night." But then we eventually started texting John, and we became more and more friendly. But then John got a girlfriend, and I and this is when I started oh. developing feelings for John. I what was, was her like, name? Oh, um, let's just call her, um, Brittany. Brittany. Yes, that's a good one, Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. And Brittany and I, we didn't like know each other very well or anything like that but i remember being like so jealous i was like oh he's with britney and like now i have a crush on him and i already missed my opportunity when he slid into my dms DMs earlier but i was getting through my heartbreak so i had to go like i had to play off uh offense and i was like all right i'm coming for you so i was playing i was pushing hard for john i was like we got to be together i was like you should break up with your girlfriend eventually said that to him well like not directly but like in my mind i was like i gotta make this plan for them to break up so we can be together and we were like still friendly to each other, but he had his girlfriend and all this stuff. But then Ooh. finally he broke up with his girlfriend or she broke up with her or something and the stars aligned and John and I started dating freshman year. And well, that's yeah. not the end of the story. Oh, no, this because is not the end of the story. It well, goes I up got, and down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, I got I had other boyfriends after that. But for like three months or something, we dated. And then I don't even remember what happened. Nothing ever like specifically, but I think we, it just kind of like fizzled out a little bit mm-hmm. by like the end of freshman year. And we like broke up. I'll never forget. We were like standing outside between these two big buildings at school. And he was like, he was so nice and mature. He's like always been so Aww. mature. He was so nice. I even like started tearing up. And he's like, hey, like, it's okay. And, like gave me a hug. He's like, we'll still be friends. And like, I have nothing... I have no hard feelings about, and I just remember being like shocked that he was like the first guy that was like a good breakup. It wasn't well, he like broke up with you, or you just kind of agreed together. I think we kind of just like agreed together that it was like mm-hmm. probably best, but I think I was still kind of like sad about it. Yeah, but I just remember being like, "Oh, he's so nice, and he wasn't like going to talk shit yeah. about me after or like say mean things." You know, like just mm-hmm. boys were like mean to me up until and he was the first person that wasn't. I just remember being like, "John is such a nice." Wow, guy. he's he's like so mature since day one. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So yeah, yeah. we broke up and then sophomore year hit. Ooh. And I was my wild year. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, my freshman year was pretty tame. Just had the big mouth makeout and big mouth and, made, and met John. And I'll never forget meeting John. I met him the first time I met him in person because we were texting for a while. And then I was like, I need to, we need to meet in person. So we're mm-hmm. like, had this plan. Okay, we'll meet outside of my math class. In West in West Building, and he was wearing this red flannel with his little like Rockies hat, and I was like, "Hi, no." We like shook hands and gave each other a hug right outside of my algebra class. I'll never forget meeting him. Wow! And then yeah, it was very cute. It was such a like a huge starting point where you don't know it at the time. I know but it's pretty wild. You're gonna end up marrying him. I one know day. it's so. I, I remember I gave him a hug when I first met him, and 
Yeah, he was always like so kind and mature. I just remember being like, wow, this dude acts so much older than all these he's other ding dongs. He's always been like that. He always That's has so been cute. like that. Yeah, he really has. Like he's. I didn't get to meet him till I was already in college. I didn't meet him all of Janelle's right. high school. Yeah, because then like we broke up and you know didn't really talk at yeah. all sophomore. And I'll get into that uh, in a sec. But yeah, that was my freshman story. Mm. All right, we're gonna take a quick ad break and then we'll be back with our sophomore year shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So Daryl and I broke up like right before homecoming of sophomore year. So I was panicked. Who am I going to go with? Seriously. I was freaking out. I was very upset. So I found this guy. And the thing was, is I was like talking to a couple guys after Daryl because I wanted to find the next Daryl, but none of them compared to Daryl. Right. I just didn't. So I ended up with this guy who I'm going to call Bryce. (laughs) And this was my worst date ever. He was not even a boyfriend, but I felt like it was worth mentioning because he was so strange. And (laughs) honestly, though, I doubt he'll ever hear this or even know I'm talking about him. Wait, Bryce is the one that was really tall. I don't know if you ever met Bryce. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. It was such a brief stint. Oh, okay. Okay. This is just an honorable mention. Oh, got it. There's one other guy I should probably honorably mention as well (laughs) because he actually was my boyfriend. Um, But yeah, so his name is Bryce. And Bryce, honestly nice guy i bet he's a good guy now like, yeah i bet he's nice but yeah. he was just like those guys they're just so horny you know oh yeah they're just so horny they don't know what to do with themselves <laughs> at that age so anyway he asked me to go to homecoming and we started kind of having a fling and we were talking and i was like maybe this is my next daryl um but then replacement daryl shit got really weird because i had a our first like date night with him at his house on like a wednesday or something to watch movies and clearly he thought that that just meant we're just going to hook up. And I'm I'm a slow mover. Like, I really, I like to take my time. I always have. Mm-hmm. So was I. So I was fine with kissing him. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just really pressuring me and kept going. And then he kept, like, licking the side of my face. <laughs> and then at one point he licked part of my earlobe. But just the, just the, like, lobe part. That's so fucking Which random. matters later. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> we were watching some fucking scary movies because, of course, the the go to my move for the high school guys is to play the scariest of shit course. they can, so that you have to like cuddle up and be Forces scared, and they cuddle. can like me. Yeah, but he was like, I just wasn't feeling his energy. He didn't seem interested in talking to me at all. Didn't want to get to know me, and oh, that was no. one thing I really liked about Daryl is we had good conversation, yeah. and I I really liked him. I felt like friends with him, and that's how I was with all my previous boyfriends. So I just was like, this guy like is just wants to use me. I just got the vibe right away. Um, so I went home from that night, like really, oh, and he was on the wrestling team. So he was like, his next move after I wasn't going for it was let's wrestle. I'm going to show you my wrestling moves. So I was like, it's okay. Like, and I was in jeans and a t-shirt. I was like, it's fine. Oh no, it's fine. And like, I was like, why don't you show me and I'll just watch. But then at one point he grabs my legs, pulls me to the fucking ground, dude, and starts like getting on top of me and wrestling me. And I think he thought in his mind it's going to end up in this cute like, thing where he started making, making out. It, yeah. And I was just like, I got the fuck up and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then my called my mom and was like, you need to come get me. This is oh so God, weird. And I, I think creepy. I was only at his house for one movie, like an hour and a half. Oh, no. It was supposed to be a long night. I was out of there by like eight or nine. Oh, no. And then I was like, shit, I've got homecoming coming up this weekend with him. And you didn't want to go. No. And I was like creeped out by him. Yeah. He was weirding me out. Mm. He went from being this really nice, cool guy to just like a weirdo. And I was just so upset about Daryl still that I was like, this is just a nightmare. Oh, no. So Friday night of homecoming, of course, there's like the homecoming game and you go with your date. Right. The homecoming game. So I was like, OK, I'm going to give him another try. I went to the homecoming game with him and we're standing there 
And he keeps trying to make the move of me. He keeps touching my butt. He keeps like rubbing my back. And then, and we're in the fucking football yeah, stadium. You're in the- <laughs> and then this dude, not even kidding, fully puts his tongue into my <laughs> ear hole. Puts it deep in there. Like gave me a wet willy, dude. At the football game. What the? I like turned around to my other friend who was there with me because all my other friends were cheerleaders. So I wasn't that close with this girl. But I was like, dude, he just like slobbered all over my ear. I have to go home. This is so disgusting. Were you like, excuse me? Yeah, I was just I just looked at him and he was like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you licked my ear the other night. Now you're licking in my ear. You have a weird fetish and this is done. (laughs) that's so gross it was so sick i couldn't believe it like it was so far in there it felt like oh my god i'll never forget that moment i was so disgusted i was like you need to get home and shower right now oh my god my parents picked me up i went home and then i'm dreading the next day because next day's fucking homecoming no so i sent him a text that night and like pretty much broke it off and was like like, hey i just don't think (laughs) ear liquor it's done but no, I was nice about it. I was always nice to people. I was like, yeah. hey, I just don't feel like it's good energy. And like, I still want to go to homecoming with you. But let's just be friends tomorrow. Like, it's no hard feelings. But he was pissed. He was not He's happy like, about that. I licked your ear. Yeah, he was like ready for us to be in a relationship oh. full of ear licking for a long time. <laughs> so then this homecoming shit show started. We went over and like, of course, I had a big group with us. It was like you know, all, a bunch of my friends and his friends. And we all had to go to dinner at, I think, Olive Garden. Oh, God. And he was so mad at me during it because, like, our pictures were so awkward. And I barely wanted to take any with him. And I kept wanting to do girl pictures. Yeah. And, like, I want one of my friends. He's like, wait, like, let me get one of us licking each other's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would have been the dream. You'd have it framed forever. <laughs> so then this motherfucker, we go out to dinner. And he starts spitballing me across the table. Why were you across dinner. the table? Because you didn't want to be near him. No, I didn't want to be near him. And we actually sat like couples like across oh, from each gotcha. other all the way okay. down. I thought you meant like literally across across. No, we, I was just across okay. from him and Direct, he, okay. he spitballed at me. Like, and I was like. Like with the straw thing in there? Yes. And then he started doing it at other girls and like everyone in the whole group was annoyed by him. And I had to like go around and be like, I'm not with him. Like just so you know, we're just like on this date. We're just oh, friends. No. It got so bad during Ew. the dinner. I was like panicking i didn't eat anything because oh, no. he just spit he kept Ew. sending me spit and i was like fucking bryce stop it like what are you doing why let's just go i'll still dance with you right. like why are you being such a dick so of course by the time we get there we're not talking and we're not going to dance together oh, so God. he went off and found some other girl named sarah and i just sat alone very sad very sad for that homecoming. I think I was like literally sitting on the bleachers for most oh. of it, like with a couple other oh, random stragglers. No, I was like, I just want this fucking night to end. And I was really missing Daryl. I was really missing oh. Daryl. I was like, now I'm stuck with an ear liquor. You're like, I missed the banana condom. But luckily after the homecoming, that was just it. That was it. He never talked to me again. That's good. Oh my God. How cringe the ear liquor. It was so gross. It was so wow. gross. So then I dated this other guy, um, which I was just, I think I was in a point where I just was so desperate to fill like the heartbreak void with anyone right. that I was being very desperate. And I went for this guy that totally wasn't my type. He was very conservative, very religious, and we had nothing in common at all. And he was raised in a very strict house where he'd like had no experience with girls and like never kissed a girl. And I was kind of with him for like a month, but then I just, yeah, we, we fought a lot over the McCain, uh, Obama election. (laughs) 
and his mom and me even fought about it. Oh, so it's not going to work. Had to end Great. that. But he was like the hardest person to break up with because he was like so into it. Cause it was his first relationship. And oh, he, he was yeah. kind of like, and I, I had to break up with him after school in the wrestling hallway. It was, Ooh. I was like, meet me in the wrestling hallway. Cause he was a wrestler. So I was like, before practice, Damn, you did it right in front of his homies. I can't believe, no, I brought him oh. to the side, but oh. I can't believe I did it before his practice. Cause that's kind of fucked up yeah. too. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. At least I did it in person. I didn't like bitch out into a text. Too, but true. I told him, but I don't think I said, I'm like, have such trouble being mean that I said it in a way that made it sound like we were kind of taking a break maybe. Oh no. Because he texted me right after, after his wrestling practice that day and was like, hey baby. <laughs> I was like, shit. You're like, fuck, you did not Message get the memo. not received. <gasps> Damn it. I know. So I had to break up with him twice. So that was, that was quite awkward. Oh, and I was just, no. I felt this was my year of depression and desperation. I just had all these random oh guys. God. There's more to say, but I won't tell you oh, all of them. That's sad. But I, I mean, whatever. I was fine. True. Right. <laughs> no, I guess everyone goes through. Yeah, everyone yeah. goes through. But you know, when you're young, it's just That's like, the thing. It's like when you're young, you have nothing else to compare it to. Exactly. So it's really important to you. It is. And I just, I, I don't know why I felt so uncomfortable being single. I think that's Aww. really sad. It um, is. And that you shouldn't feel <laughs> that, that way sad. at all. <laughs> Because, I mean, looking, it is though. No, like, yeah, looking I, back, I wish I could have enjoyed that sure. time. Like, you're only going to be single for so long. And little did I know, I really was going to meet my soulmate very young and yeah. not get to be single very much. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That just was kind of my, my year of sadness. I don't, I just <sighs> kind of like talked to all these random douches and they would always want like pics or something and then it would end. And Oh, God. Yeah. So that was that was my uh, sophomore year. Like, not my greatest of years. Honestly, dude, same. Well, actually, no, my sophomore year was like, your hot girl sophomore year. Well, yeah, but it was like by hot girl summer year. I mean, like talking to a bunch of fucking idiots, mm. honestly, except for yeah. one. One of them was good, but let's get into it. Okay. OK, so first I'm calling this boy movie theater boy because he was <laughs> a rich motherfucker who had a like literal oh, movie, movie theater. theater in his house. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah. We drove past his house one time. Yeah, we did. That girl. was a nice house. So he went to a different school than I did. I don't know how I met him. I met him this summer going into sophomore year. And we honestly, like, I don't even remember how long we were together, but I just remember I would, I would go to his house and he had so, he had the biggest house and his basement was like a fucking arcade. With wow. a movie theater in it. It was Damn. insane. And we would like go over there, me and my friends, because my friends were also like dating kind of his friends. So we would like all go together and yeah. hang out, like watch movies in the yeah. movie theater room. <laughs> that was yeah. lit. But, you were like, I hit the jackpot. Yeah. I married this guy. Except for I was a total prude and he was trying to get in my pants all day, every day. And I was like, no, you're not in my, in my pants. And so it didn't work out for very long, to be honest. And it kind of got toxic because he was being a dick. And then that's typical when, way it goes. Honestly, like I think that's literally why he was starting to be an asshole. Because mm -hmm. I was like, "No, you're not getting my pants." That's what happened with so like much. pretty much every guy I was with. Yeah, I told him no, and then yeah, that's when you and I. He said some like douchey thing to me, and I was pissed off. And so I was like, "You know what we should do?" And this is just when I don't even think I was driving yet. I think you had your license, yes, and I was, I was driving and you were my like, mom's I'll car pick you around, up, and yeah. we'll go drive by his house and flip it off. Like, yeah, so like, okay. Well, I had this whole plan because we actually went to Daryl's house one time, me and my friends, and drove past and threw tampons <laughs> at his house. Not used ones. Just, literally just a box of just tampons like in their in their sleeves, packages. whatever. And just he was out in the front yard, too, dude, playing lacrosse with his friends. And me and my friends drove by and threw them out the window. 
Damn, that's it cringe. It is to the day the cringiest thing I've ever done. But like, I'm sure I'd at the moment get... you're like, ha Yeah, I was like, yes, girl power. sucker. He's probably like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Kind of psycho. I'm sure he went inside and was like, mom, Kendall just drove by and threw tampons at her house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't know why we did that. We drove by his house and flipped him off. And yeah, we did. That was really random. And when I saw his house, I was like, damn, you should have tried to keep this relationship keep this going. Relationship. <laughs> I know. It was like, what? This house is so big. So movie theater boy and I fizzled out and that was the end of that and luckily i didn't like to deal with him because he went to a different school so that was pretty much whatever it was the end of it but then soon after i met a boy we'll call him evan and he was two years older than me so i was a sophomore and he was a senior and i remember my dad was like what the hell like i know what senior boys are looking for and he was like all worried about it but we started dating and he was really great he was, I loved Evan. Yeah, so you met Evan many times. I was a big fan. Josh was too. We yeah. loved him. We cool. met, or we dated for probably like nine months. I remember back then, I thought it was a really long time. And it was a long time back then. Yeah. My and he was great. was like nine months too. He was super nice. And our families got along really well. And honestly, I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. I ended up breaking up with him just because he had graduated and I was still in high school. And I was still kind of like wanting to play the field a little. And I was mm-hmm. just like, we were kind of just in two different checkpoints of our lives. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, wish him nothing best the best. Honestly, I'm pretty sure he's married now, so that's cool. And yeah, it was a great relationship. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it was yeah. nice. He was he was a good kid. He was. Good he was person. really nice guy. He took the breakup kind of hard, but he wasn't he mean. No, he wasn't mean at all. He was really sad. But yeah, uh, that's another thing I pre I just appreciate when like the guys stopped being mean to me. Cause for what? Like some guys were so I know. some guys assholey. Yeah. And you wonder like how much have they changed? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I only have them as their high school selves in my head. Right. Totally. Yeah. Which is the next boy I'm talking about, which I wouldn't want them to think of me as my high school. Then self. I'm like, God, I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm sure they probably think of me the yeah, same way. Probably. And I'm like, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> like the guy in fucking sixth grade. I told this story last episode. We were talking about our exes where I got his freaking power school login and was like yelling at him for his grades. That's yeah that was that's pretty bad right myself but anyways that was it for sophomore year um and then yeah that's all i got just the two but i guess that was considered my crazy year even though that's really not that crazy yeah. idea. So for nine say. months now i'm gonna say god i'm i was pretty lame <laughs> although i guess it was kind of crazy going into junior year but i'll save that for a second by summer after sophomore year i was pretty much over daryl kind of like it still hurt a bit but i was ready to move on hell yeah find and the next find love. someone good because they had a lot of duds sophomore year right 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 so one night me and my friends went to this like they used to do movies on the rocks i think they still yeah, do they it still that, yeah. yeah yeah but our dumbasses just thought you could go we didn't know we needed tickets and you have to get in way in advance so we went there all the way there and then couldn't go so wow. we ended up just hanging out at a sonic <laughs> and i i just our group walked up to this group of other guys that were at sonic that were all from a different high school and started talking to them. And that's uh, normally I'm very shy and I yeah. wouldn't have done that, but I was with people that did stuff like that. So you're like, okay. So anyway, I talked to this other really shy kid in their group named Jason. And Jason, <laughs> Jason was wearing a Burt's, like a Burt and Ernie shirt, but just Burt. <laughs> so the one with the unibrow, the yellow one. Okay. And it said ride and dirty on it. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, hmm, the wardrobe's throwing me off, but you seem really nice. You seem like a really nice guy. So he, we actually all exchanged numbers and we started texting for a while, but he was also texting my other two best friends and like 
all of us were playing the question game. Oh, the question game. Oh, yeah. But like not the dirty question. Yeah. Just just like the genuine how you get to know each other phase the texting. And so they were doing that, too. And then they were like not as into him. And so they were like, "Okay, you got free reign to just go for him. Um, And yeah, I, I really liked him, but he was. He was very um, unexperienced. He had never had a girlfriend before or like ever kissed a girl. So I was actually his first for literally everything. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> but he, I liked that about him because he was so sweet and not pushy like mm. the other guys. He was just like a true nice guy, really family oriented, very happy go lucky. He was a Sagittarius. So he was just like positive energy, Aww. really nice, nice person. Very nice family. Um, and yeah, I spent a lot of, a lot of time with his family. And he spent a lot of time with mine. My parents really liked him. Uh, and we were together for nine months, just like you guys. Sounds like such a long time back then. <laughs> I know. It really like, felt wow. like forever back then. Because I remember um, meeting him. He came to Thanksgiving once. Yeah. yeah. He house. came to some family stuff. And yep. I really liked him. He was a really nice guy. Um, but our relationship wasn't, it was lacking like the depth that I really wanted. You know, he wasn't like super motivated about his future. Wasn't really a planner. He's a Sagittarius. So again, he's like very live in the moment Mm. and all about fun and like, wasn't really planning college for himself. Not concerned me. Um, but I, I wanted to like make it work with him and he was a year older than me. So he was going to be going to college and I was a junior. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so towards the end of that year, junior year, just on a side note, was just like, a really shitty year for me. Um, my parents were fighting a lot. My parents got divorced eventually, but their fighting was really peaking at mm. this point. I mean, I think it actually peaked the most when I was in college and my poor sister had to deal with it alone. Aww. But it was like getting pretty bad junior year. Yeah. And I was just having a lot of personal issues. I was having issues with my dance team, my dance coach. There's all this drama happening with that. And then that uh, December, it was crazy. We lost two people, two people that I'd grown up with had killed themselves within a week of each other. Mm. So I had two funerals and it was really just scary. I mean, you're so young and to like picture, I pictured it happening. It was, I had to sleep with my mom for a while. I was very depressed after that. Like just, just scared. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. So I kind of, uh, that was the year that my eating disorder started. So I was just in a really bad mental place like i'm sure i was not the way that i was when he first met me Mm. and he didn't really know what to do with that because i was dealing with depression and i was crying all the time and Mm. having just behaviors that he couldn't understand and he didn't know i had an eating disorder i never told him i never told anyone at that point um but then there that april there was another girl at our school who attempted to commit suicide and was in a coma for a week, but I didn't know her personally. I'd like met her once or twice in passing, but she was close friends with two of my other best friends. So they were really upset. And the whole thing just really scared me. Like the whole situation was scary. And the fact she was in a coma and is she going to live And the school had already been through so much. We had like four or five suicides that year. Um, So I was just straight up depressed. Yeah. And one of the days that me and Jason were hanging out. He came over and I just wanted to like lay in the dark in my basement and cry. And he like didn't understand. that. I was just like, I just need to like, I just want to like lay with you and like cuddle and cry and just, just have you be there for me. And he was, 
he was just sitting there like looking at me so confused like why am i here why are like are we gonna do something oh are we gonna go somewhere he was like, like so annoyed that i was so emotional over this and he didn't understand why it was like triggering me about the the friends that i had lost a few months earlier just because of the same situation like he right. didn't he didn't understand that and he's a young things weren't clicking. He, right and whatever i'm sure he would be different now sure um but i remember he left me laying in the basement crying in the dark alone and was like we can hang out another day okay and then just like left like early for the night and i was like the fuck so upset like i was so upset honestly i should have broke up with him yeah but i didn't have any balls i was like (laughs) the boyfriend makes me so i gotta like keep hanging on it was so it was just a bad time mentally yeah um so he, I remember we had like another week of are we going to break up? Yeah, Awkward, yeah, yeah. barely talking, what's going to happen, whatever. And then he finally is like, can you come over to my house? And he lived, he went to another high school. So he lived like 30 minutes from me. So I drove all the way there on a school night to talk with him. And when I got there, instead of like inviting me inside to talk, he just like came outside and shut the door and was like, we're going to talk out here. Oh no! And then he told me he broke up with me. And he, he said it was because he needed to focus on lacrosse because they had state finals coming up and they were going to be going against a big school okay. when he went to. Oh. And that was a big deal. That, that game shit. was going to be a big deal. And he's like, I got to focus on lacrosse. But I was like, I know it's because of other reasons. You think I'm probably too dramatic. You think I'm too emotional and you're going off to college. Like I knew there was probably a billion other reasons behind it. But I was so mad that like at the way he treated me at the end, he acted so cold towards me like we never had a relationship and I never like could figure out what I did wrong other than going through a hard time. Right. But he acted like I had cheated on him or I had hurt him in some way or done something. And then his whole family like iced me. I never oh. like his sister blocked me on stuff. Oh, and shit. his dad, his mom like came out while we were breaking up and was like looking at us and being like, you need to come in soon, Jason. And I was like, you, Ew. can you fuck off? Like he's in the middle. I'm sobbing oh, in your driveway. God. Like. And then I was so mad at him at the end. I ripped off this necklace I was wearing it and chucked it right at him. I thought I was so cool doing that. I was, I was so powerful yeah. in the moment. Yeah, I, I felt very powerful. Oh and I like went back down and just sat in my car and I was just sobbing. And I was like, I can't Aww, drive so like sad. this. And he was just standing on the porch watching me cry in the car for a while. Ew. And then eventually he just like went inside. So I drove off. I called my parents like hysterically in the middle of the night on the way home, woke them up and was like, Jason broke up with me and I like, I feel I'm so upset. And I was, I was like hysterical. And I just remember my parents were so mad at his parents for letting me just leave like that for just having me. First of all, he's a douche for having me go to his house to break up with me and then make me drive home after that. Like come over to my house to do that so I can be comfortable and with my family and I don't have to like make that trek home. Right. I was there for like 15 minutes, like an hour total driving. Oh, that's so annoying. It still pisses me off to this day. I'm like, really, dude? You're like, you motherfucker, can you take my gas, bitch? But yeah, that that ended like pretty badly and I don't really know why. Like there was just nothing that happened that I knew of and... I remember when it happened. My dad told me. He's like, Jason and Kendall broke up and I was like, the fuck? And I like texted you and you're like, I'm not doing well. We might be getting back together though. And I was like, oh, hell no. We were like kind of talking about it. And then like that went on for a couple months over the summer. But then I randomly decided that I was like kind of over him anyway. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I realized like he's really not that great. Like what am I so upset about? And he's not planning anything for his future. And like, I I feel like you're more upset 
of the idea of it, it was like than the like rejection of him. it. Yeah, like sure. it hurt. I can totally understand that. Yeah. Um. But so I, I was like, okay, well, my senior year is coming up. I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna talk to a bunch of guys. I want to be just hold because that was the thing is like talking to this guy, talking to this guy, talking to this mm. guy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to date anybody. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, then one month later, I met. The true love of my life, my soulmate. Oh, you met him that soon after? Yep. I met him didn't like- did you have Big Mouth? Oh, yeah. Big Mouth, but he I didn't date him. Oh, you didn't date him? Yeah, yeah she had a guy that- cheated on me. I was going to say, tell him about Should Big I tell mouth, him about Big Mouth? Just like for a sec, why he's called okay. Big Mouth? Okay, okay, Because <laughs> he had a big fucking mouth. It, a huge mouth. It was like over going over your nostrils. Yes, we would make out and he would put it over my- I couldn't breathe at all. <laughs> oh, my God. He was also from another school and he <laughs> saved me because Jason broke up with me right before prom- and my 18th birthday. Oh my God. So, and that whole thing was a mess because on my 18th birthday, I twisted my ankle at school and passed out in the gym and had to be wheelchaired down to the office on my birthday. Oh so my I was like God. on crutches. And then I remember that night, my family was like all upset for me. And I was like, guys, I think I'm going to ask Jason if he still wants to go to prom since I already have my dress and I'll just Aww. tell him I'll pay for it. And like, we can just have fun and be friends. Yeah. And I asked him and he said no oh, on no. my birthday. Oh, and I was like, he is just, I felt the so rejection, hurt. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. I would be devastated. So I thought I was going to be going to prom alone, which would have been fine. But, um, I ended up meeting this other guy. I don't even remember how I met him. Big mouth, big mouth. But he was, yeah, he was just very much a fling. Um, he was trying to say he was like, we were kind of exclusive. <laughs> so I guess he didn't really cheat on me, but he lied to me a lot. Like he would always tell me he was going to go hang out with this girl. And he was like, yeah, it's it's all cool, though, because she's a lesbian. And so we're just friends and we take showers together because we're just friends. He literally said that and I believed it. What? I was like, oh, OK, because she's Didn't lesbian. Didn't they like, end up dating the two of them? Yes, for oh, years. No. So he ended things with me like a month later and then he started dating her like two months and then they went to college together. And I was like, wow, I'm sure she was a lesbian. I hope she was able to breathe through the big mouth makeouts. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're still together. Actually, you know, it's so fucking weird is that same girl ended up with Narold's brother. What? Narold from middle school. What? Yes. And they're married now. They're engaged at least. That's I don't know if they've gotten married yet. weird. Isn't that so weird? I'm like, wow. Damn, small world. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, so he was Big Mouth was a little stint. But then I met Josh pretty shortly after Big Mouth. And I was texting with like a bunch of other guys at the time and feeling very, very cool about that. How did you meet Josh? Um, Let's tell the yes, story. Yes, I well, it's still like so confusing. I, I like can't figure I it out. Know. But it was after your dad's wedding. Yep. Um 2010. We, yeah, and then we had like the reception at our house. Mm-hmm. So we were all over at my house. And I can't remember if it was the next day or it was that night. I think it was that night. I was laying on the couch and Annalie and Janelle, I thought, were on the floor on my computer. Annalie remembers it, but you I don't really remember. I don't remember it, it at all. Which well, is I think so maybe annoying. it was just Annalie. And you were just like sitting next to sitting her, not really her. knowing what but she was doing. But apparently we were DMing all these dudes yeah, on your Facebook. A like, bunch from of you. guys. A and bunch Josh of guys. I'm saying, hey hottie, hey hottie, hey hottie. Because you and Josh had been like kind of in the same friend group. So you yeah. knew of each other, right? I met, well, I first like met him for the first time when he was dating another person I knew at my school sophomore year at homecoming. Okay. But so we became Facebook friends after okay. that, but we just like always knew, I always knew who he was through my, this other group, but I'd never spent time with him. Gotcha. So I, did, I never really like got to know him before that. Okay. So she mess someone messaged him and said, Hey hottie. And Josh oh, believed it and was like, Hey hottie, what's up? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I got on there and I was like, sorry, that was my sister, my cousin. Oh my like, I, but then I was like kind of excited because I, I thought Josh was kind of hot. Aww. And I was like curious. So we, we kept in a plus. I was like just looking to build my numbers of people I'm You're talking like, to. The next. Yeah. Yeah. But then, wow, Josh really took me by surprise. Like my whole plan for senior year senior. of singleness oh, ended no. very quickly. Um, well, it didn't end that quickly. Like Josh and I dated without actually being together for like two months over the summer. Um, and then we officially started dating at the end of the summer, but Josh was just so different than any other guy because he was so deep. Like our first night together, I know I've told this story before, but we sat in a car together and just talked for over three hours and about deep shit. Like it was like the first episode of mile higher, probably because we were talking about spirituality and the meaning of life, interesting family, parental relationships, like so much stuff. And I was just mind blown that this guy was like just getting everything I was saying and coming back with responses that made so much sense to me. It was like, I truly found my soulmate. That's the cutest thing ever. It really was. I know I'm like tearing up over here. (laughs) It makes me want to tear up too, because it was just the most magical feeling. Like we just felt, I just felt love. Like I had never felt before. And Mm -hmm. I like didn't care about Jason at all. Jason actually was trying to come back like right around the start of Josh he like asked me to go on a walk and talk with him. And right. Josh was very nervous about it. I remember being like, I'm going on a walk with my ex. And he was like, shit. Okay. okay. Well, hopefully we're going to like still hang out. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I, we like went on the walk and I was like, no, no. Nope. Like, Josh is the one. Josh is way better than Jason. million percent. And yeah, the rest is history. We had a great senior year together. It was like just so much butterflies, all that Aww. new stuff, you know, just like so much excitement we were so in love and then we got to go to college together and now yeah, that's that's kind of the end of that now we're now we're together hoping oh to have God. a family man it's really cute i love I him love so much that. and i know josh and i like have we aren't very pda like we're not the couple that's like posting tons of like loving oh, stuff yeah. all the time sure. and like acting suit and i know during the show we guys. get into our like mile higher mode and we like get really professional yeah. but we are very very much in love and like I just wish people could like understand it. I guess it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. I'm just not the type of person that feels like I need to display it all the time, but I'm, I'm truly with the person I was supposed to be with. And I know so many people are like, don't marry your high school sweetheart. It's like, hmm. well, do what's right for you. Yeah, I because say, no I would have right regretted it my whole life if I didn't end up with Josh. Cause <clears> he was so perfect for me in every way. And we were like, just so on the same page about what we want out of life. And I just, I feel lucky to have met him so young. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where my dating stops. I Jason know. Jason is my last ex. Damn. Yep. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. And now you're together. I love my hubs. I really do. He's like just everything to me. I'm trying to think of the first time I met Josh. I can't remember. Why the fuck can I yeah, remember this? When did you first you meet Josh? I'm trying to think. Maybe at like know. a Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, or? probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. probably like a Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. Yeah, now Josh is like your brother pretty much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Josh is like yeah, totally my brother. We're all family. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really yeah. cool. It's okay. cute seeing you guys like pictures of you guys way back then. I know. So <laughs> love to overlay a few. Yeah, definitely. Okay, here we go. Here's my grand finale. So take me back to summer going into junior year. 
So I had just broken up with Evan after nine months and I was kind of like, what do I do with myself? And then I met this guy who go, I'm going to call him Wolf because he went by another animal name. <laughs> Wolf is good. He's like Wolf, Wolf on Wall Street vibes, honestly. <laughs> okay. So his name was Wolf and he went to a different school and he was so cool. He was experienced and he was funny and he was really really wealthy and had a, drove a nice car and took he me on expensive really wealthy. yeah he made the other dude look he was really i know wealthy. and he lived in the if you're familiar with colorado like the cherry creek cherry, or cherry, cherry hills. hills sorry cherry hills area cherry hills yeah those mcmansions yeah. like they've got like Big 10 million homes. plus and he was driving the fun there. car and it was summer and he was like he mm -hmm. was way, I thought, cooler than I was. So I was like, oh, I'm dating this cool, yeah. like, older kid. And yeah. he's like, got this nice car and takes me on fun dates and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, for the whole summer, basically, we dated. And I remember being really concerned about this. Everyone was. Like, I didn't want to say anything to you because I was no just one. like, I just want to be supportive mm -hmm. of no, you. No, everyone was concerned. Everyone was like, the fuck you doing? And I was like, yeah. you don't know me. You don't know. And, and he was so. like smoking a ton of cigarettes too. And I was really and he kept worried about that. He lying to me about it. He, he was so was young. Like, he I was, was like, worried you would start. He would tell me like, oh, I'm not. And then I would like find them. And then I would like, be like, what the fuck? And it was like, so yeah. stupid but yeah, i anyways. remember dropping you off at his house one time and being like really like eerie about it like, like, I just e yeah that's literally especially because was. i really liked evan oh yeah i was a big everyone everyone's like why you leave evan for, for wolf bro i was honestly <laughs> such a bitch like because we went on a vacation right after you broke up with evan and i this was, was like right why did you do to that yeah. oh everyone did my own brother texted me and was like what the fuck janelle my stepbrother and i was like what and they're like you broke up with evan and i was like oh my god my family even hates me over this but i wanted to move on <laughs> should have been more supportive of you because it was the right decision i'm glad you did it even though you had so much pressure from everyone else because it was oh, the yeah. right decision for sure it was i think it was and then i was like wanting to like date a bad boy i guess yeah. you could say so yeah. so in comes wolfie so in comes wolfie and boy this motherfucker he really pisses me off now that i think about it i mean peace and love i hope he's doing great now i have no idea what he's doing but <laughs> back then i was not happy um so anyways first off i will never forget he would because he thought he was like a rock boy he was like in a band he was, <laughs> a a, he was like a musician i was like oh my god he's a musician so i'd like go to his house and he would like play guitar and sing to me like songs and yes and he's like dying i know it's really cringy <laughs> but i was like over the moon i was like oh my god he's singing me songs and i thought it was so cool do you have any recollection of the lyrics literally no recollection was he like although Janelle? i will tell you this later on in life i talked to this other girl who was dating him and she was like did he ever sing to you and i was like yeah and she would like she like said i can't even remember but i remember she was singing the song and at that moment i was like oh that was the same money song to me so i think oh, he had to go to that well a lot of guys do that he had they to just go repeat to what works do you get deja vu when she's with you <laughs> so then this moment happens and i'll never forget it. i'm gonna expose him because he was a total dick now so whatever i don't feel bad about it anyways i was at his house and we were hanging out in his room and he randomly like opened his side tape, like his nightstand drawer. And in there was a bunch of XL Magnum condoms. And I was like, the fuck? And he was like, yeah, these are the only ones that got, they'll fit me. And he was really tall. He was like six, seven or something. So he wasn't he, a virgin? No. Okay. No, he was much more experienced than me. He was just mm -hmm. like a bad boy overall. Yeah. He had like gotten in some. Check like, out my mags, girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I was like, in my head, I was kind of like, okay. Even though sex had told me that condoms will stretch up to like your elbow. So I was like, I don't even believe that in my head. (laughs) But I was like, okay. And then one time, I want to get into too much detail, but I ended up seeing his ween. Let me tell you, it was the smallest ween I've ever seen. Oh, Wolfie exposed. had a small wing. I was like, that's it. I was like, we definitely fit into a regular condom, big boy. Settle down. (laughs) Wow, little liar. Yeah, little liar. Not cute. So, and then things started going downhill. He was like starting to be a dick, and I was. I don't know. I was probably being a bitch or something. So things started going downhill and we were like kind of fighting and then we kind of broke it off. And he not long after started dating this other girl from my school. But mind you, we went to different schools, but he was dating this other girl. And I had left a pair of earrings at his house and I texted him. I was, they were like one of my favorite pairs. I was like, Hey, can I get my earrings back, please? And he was like, yeah, I'll give them to my current girlfriend. And we had science class together and then she can give them to you. Oh, fun. And I was like, okay, great, whatever. So I, I'm like, okay, let me just bite my pride. I want my earrings back. So I go meet this girl the next week and I'm like, hi, can I have my earrings? And she hands me these black feather earrings that are not mine. They're some other hoes oh earrings. Oh my God, he can't even keep track. And I was like, so fucking mad and i was like did he do this on purpose but even if he did it on accident like what a fucking asshole and i was like these are not my fucking ears i was like mine are like gold plates or like silver plates basically and these were like black feathered earrings and he was i never i was like but what the fuck is this blah blah, blah. and he was like too bad get over it is all he said to me <laughs> oh so i think that's like literally the last time i ever talked to him and um yeah i really hated him but i was like i can't believe you gave me some other hose earrings he probably did on purpose he probably fucking fuck. did get over it he was i'll never forget he was uh, like oh boohoo get over it and i was like this motherfucker he was a spoiled little bitch he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> was yeah it was um not my proudest moment i'll say so that. was there anyone between wolf and johnny um let's see evan and i spoke a little bit like Mm -hmm. but then i was like i don't know and then i remember actually yeah evan and i were kind of like talking again and then i made the decision i was like no i think it's just best we break up but i was like sad about it still because again he was Mm -hmm. a nice kid and like didn't do anything wrong yeah i just didn't feel it was right and i was really sad about it and john and i had always remained friends and so i was actually texting john about it i was like i'm I'm really bummed like evan and i are broken up and i was like i don't have a reason whatever and so we john and i went out to lunch at elephant bar i'll never forget oh, it elephant bar and we like talked about That's my own heartbreak and oh. um he was just like really friendly to me and like wasn't he pushy what he was doing though he probably did but at it's the like, time he was, the one. he was playing like really smooth and whatever and then yeah we just started talking like the very very start of junior year mm-hmm. and um we pretty much like loosely dated the first half of junior year and then yeah in january he asked me out to be his girlfriend that's it yep and then i met him on january 14th which was my dad's birthday because he had a birthday party downtown yeah and i got to meet him there yeah yep and he was so shy very shy which is funny because a lot at first well it's funny because (laughs) now that i'm looking back i'm like it makes sense because his family is there mm-hmm. is much more shy and like he takes kinda a low while key. to open up to people. yeah definitely whereas like our family's like mm-hmm. loud yeah. and kind of psycho so i could see how that'd be really intimidating at first yeah so i'm not surprised that he was, it was at like a party yeah it was, it was like at a party. so overwhelming but he was very shy and yeah yeah but he was um, super nice yeah and then yeah the four of us have been just like hanging out by since. since yeah I, we really have gone on a bunch of trips together yeah yep 
really are like four best friends i love johnny friends. he's so good for you i know he really is he's amazing he treats janelle so well he like, does really understands he's you wonderful oh he's so great i love him so much i just feel so lucky i got to meet him so young like i've known him since he was in ninth grade i can picture him like before we even got our license, we would like meet up, uh, we like uh, ride the light rail or he would like ride the yeah. light rail to my stop and I would like walk to get him. And then like That's sometimes so my mom would drop him off of the light rail or take us to the mall. And oh yeah, we really did like grow up together in a sense. That's how I feel about Josh is like, I've seen him since to me, he was like a kid. Yeah. You know, he was 17 when yeah. we met. I was 17 too. I was with him for his 18th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And we went a lot, went through like a lot that year just because mm -hmm. he left home when he was 18 and he tried to become legally emancipated, which looking back, I'm glad he didn't do that. But it was like, we were really there for each other through some like yeah, you guys went tough through a lot of times. So it like bonded Definitely. us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember senior year, I was, I had already committed to my school, UNC, and John was like, try, he was playing football. And so John was like way cooler than I was in high school. <laughs> He, he was like on the varsity football and he wasn't like popular, like douchebag, like yeah. that, that type of popular. job, but he was like a sports kid. He knew a lot of people. Yeah, a lot so of people knew popular, him, but not but in he that was, sense. Yeah. But he was always like really nice. But I remember, I think people were like, and we can, I want to talk about high school bullies or bullies in general. At some oh, point. I'm so down. Cause I I've got, got some, some other things. I have some things connected to all these guys too, that yeah. turned into bullying yeah. that I just don't have time for today. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. We can talk about bullies for sure. But yeah, we, uh, I think a lot of people were like, what the fuck are you doing with Janelle? And by senior year, I was so over the bullshit. I hated my school. So I'd literally go in my car and sleep on my off yeah. periods. I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, you're with the girl that's sleeping in her car. Cool, John. <laughs> but John saw something. He was John like, this girl's baby. hot. She's smart. He followed me to college. And then remember on the day, like at your high school, you would all dress up the last week of senior year yeah. and you dressed as a MILF. <laughs> I, it was supposed to or like yeah what? you did it was supposed to be a joke like what are you gonna be in 10 years and a lot of people are just making theirs up and it was just supposed I to be funny don't think I yeah you were in like milk. a red dress and a I, maybe oh, that was not milk. that was not me being a milf i just wanted to look like hot a hot bitch leaving high school <laughs> we all that was like the thing to do i'm was, pretty sure you captioned it like milf and then john was like something else and you took a picture together and i was like she looks hot Fuck no all those that bitches. was like retro that was like we were dressed as like retro skiers or something. John and I, this picture. No, you had a dress on. Well, that was the last like day heels. of high school ever. But that was just like the thing for girls to like. Everyone oh, just I dressed were, up nice. John was dressed up as like his future career. Or no, something, he was I just thought. dressed nice. Well, then pff, I must be confused. I was never I thought, a milf. I would never I, have done. I know. That. I was like that doesn't really seem <laughs> like you know. But I thought all. you did it. No, time. I just dressed up like a hot hoe. I was like, let me show all these fucking well, losers and or exactly. people who think I'm a loser. That Let was my main point is you looked fucking good. And all those bitches were just jealous. That's the thing is they were all just jealous and like, oh, oh yeah. John with me, me, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Suck it. Cause look who's <laughs> still with him today. That's right, baby. But mm -hmm. yeah, feel super lucky. Yep. And then Sydney, you found That's Jared it. senior year, right? Or junior year. Oh, I met Jared when we were 12. But as far as starting <laughs> like, actually, not like, that, oh. like started actually dating. Um. Yeah. We started dating like the year after we graduated because we were always best friends and then yeah. we dated other people and then and we started dated. dating going into high Col college college yeah yeah yep. that's, that's so, so cute you guys knew each other we way longer Jared than any too. of us we're so yes, lucky we all six Jared. of our like all six of us are so such I good know. friends we all took a trip together and we all mesh so well it's and really strange all pretty much well not all of my friends but a lot of my friends have been in relationships for 10 plus years and mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't even engaged yet. Like neither neither of you are engaged no. yet. Um, but our other friend Liz, who works with us too, she's been in a relationship oh, yeah. for over ten years, yeah. something like that. Yep. It's just like it, I feel I like know. it's kind of rare. 
It so is. It is. I but it's, it's nice because we all hang out to each, with each other and we can understand what it's like. Or like we'll have girls nights where we all go out and we understand that we all have relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's really to just spend time with girls. Just and, us, yeah. yeah. There's no like pressure. Yeah. It is really yeah, nice. It's really cool. I feel very lucky that I met such a wonderful human so young. I do too. And of course, like, do you ever have thoughts where you're like, did I miss out on like ex- yeah, other experiences? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Does that mean like, do I regret what I did? Absolutely not. But right. yeah, there were times where I was like, oh, I, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I wasn't single at all through college. Yeah. And most people were like playing the field. Right. And sometimes I, you know, like you can't help but look at other and be like, oh, you know, yes. I wonder what that would be like. I think that's just natural. Yeah, and totally. it happened with me. I'm sure it happened with Josh several times yeah. throughout our relationship. Just questioning like, am I just kind of settling? Cause it's easy, but right. like. I just had to remind myself over and over again, like you're never going to find a love like this. This is like deep, real, true love. Yeah. And it always is what pushed me through to just stay with him. And I'm so glad I didn't listen to other people because of course you have other people telling you like, right. You want to see what else out there. You're so young. And it's like, I just want to say to people out there too. Sometimes people, when they say that to you, they can be right Mm -hmm. and it can come from good intentions. But if you feel like you have found true love, don't let any, societal bullshit totally push you away from it that's a great point and also don't if you feel that you're in this relationship and you feel like it's maybe not the best yeah then then make the move yeah because you could be missing out on someone who's just so much better totally better fit for you so yeah. don't settle but also don't leave if you're very I happy. think that's a great point because I feel as though when you're a teenager you look up to other adults and they're always telling you what you should mm-hmm. do and what you shouldn't mm-hmm. do and you should do this and you shouldn't do that and it's kind of like or okay your other and what friends. do you know at the end of the day right. like no, you you know you don't know my relationship you right. don't know my heart and you, you don't there is no right way to do something no um and even if it doesn't you know? work out it's still part of your own specific life journey right yeah I think following your heart is Aww. just the true way to live with everything but in life I anyway agree. that's that oh sorry sydney you say oh i was just gonna say i totally agree i wasn't gonna go off on anything else but i agree i could go and get deep into that but <laughs> because a lot of people gave me a hard time in college for mm-hmm. doing long distance like i got yeah. a lot of backlash for that so right yeah and you know my biggest thing is like well i i don't really enjoy hanging out with anyone else yet more than i do mm-hmm. talking to Jared on the phone and um and seeing him it was like at first like every Magical too. three months Damn. yeah it was so. so stressful and these guys actually went through eight almost eight years of long being distance. long distance yeah. because it's Jared amazing. started college when Cindy was graduating so it kind of overlapped and they so they were that's a long time yeah, but it's amazing. Oh, yeah. and it's so amazing you didn't listen to anyone and you had people around you like I know I was telling you like if you love him, make it work, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely had, like, you guys supporting me, and, like, which totally shows me, too. Like, you know, friends through college, the ones that were, like, you know, were out and whatnot, and they're like, oh, Sydney, like, these people, go talk to these guys or whatnot, mm-hmm. like, trying to encourage me to, to like, not stick with Jared and whatnot. And, right. you know, I, I'm i just happy that I was like, nope, this is something I know it is. Like, I yeah. told myself I'm going to, you know, make it work, and then, because honestly, I would try to go on dates mm-hmm. and like it just was it was more painful than it was enjoyable. Yeah, because you all you can't help but compare them to this other person, especially right, if you right. found true love. Like not much else is going to compare. Totally. Yeah. So, so follow your heart. Follow your heart, follow guys. That's the message heart. of the sesh today. Wow. Wonderful. And don't listen to the douches. Yeah. <laughs> don't let them push you into doing things you don't want to do too young. True fucking that. God, so, and it's sad how 
used to you I, and I can't speak for men because I've never been in that shoes but as a female it's sad how used to you how used to being pressured you are yeah like it yeah. was like a normal thing to be pressured to do yep. more and like you should be doing this and even I was like god I'm such a prude what's wrong with me mm-hmm. like why don't I want this and then I'm like the fuck I know there's no timeline there's no right timeline like you do what you want to do when you want to do it yeah, period. you never want to force anything that's just going to gonna be bad yeah but guys are too immature to understand that they're like one goal is and this, i think they also and they're gonna push till they get of, like, it men are supposed to want that and supposed oh, to yeah. get it and you're cooler and you're more of a bro if you can get but it i think it's also blah, just blah, blah. majorly hormonal like they're yeah. just raging you know true um but anyways yeah i have some um other stories that i'll say for the bullying episode of just even ways that some of those boyfriends like ended mm. up bullying me Oh, Siri. Okay. Siri, what's up? Here's we found that 70s show. Why are you talking about this right oh, now? Okay, Siri's lost. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, you guys, that's it for this week's sesh. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Let us know if you guys yes. have any like cringy or funny boyfriend stories. We'd love to hear them in the comments below. Yes, of course. And, and make sure to follow us on social media at the underscore sesh podcast. podcast. That's right, baby. And follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you got an extra second you can even leave us a review yes but that's it for this week we send you air hugs if you do yes we we do and thanks for um all the kind words that you guys sent from last week missing Mm -hmm. it really means a lot to us and we appreciate you we do but that's gonna be it for this week we'll see you on the next sesh but until then keep keep it it fresh. fresh